Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Michael Dean Show here on Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean, and joining me today is Mr. Q Storm, sir. How are you? I'm, I'm doing okay, recovering from the flu and a uh, little bit of colitis. They got me on drugs, so I'm you, good. You say colitis? Chlamydia? What, what is this? <coughs> what? See, Mike? See, there you go. No, what is colitis? I'm sorry. It's just it, irritable. It's when your uh, your intestines or your colon. Ooh, okay, see, see, what? Use like irritable <laughs> testicles, colon. I'm like, where? Testicles. Where you, where's you. your head at, my tank? <laughs> I'm on my Charlemagne. Go ahead. Yeah, no, nah, uh, uh-uh. I will return that gift. <laughs> now, heartbeat. Uh, no, nah, just it's when you you know you get um irritable. Your, your gastric system doesn't work right. Like something uh, annoys it or irritates it. Okay. It's so your bussy's irritated, huh? What'd you say? What? say so his bussy's irritated? <laughs> Whoa. Did he say pussy irritated? Uh, no. I think it was the B word, bussy. Oh, I don't know. What is that? Is that a word? I don't know. What, I'm not, I'm not uh, it's from the uh, Nignog language. You know, I'm not going to pick on Steve today. <laughs> Interesting. Well, so you had the flu, though, essentially. I have the flu. You have it. I am recovering. I'm getting rid of it now. Yeah, the flu ain't nothing to play with, man. Look, I'll take it over bronchitis, which I usually get once a year. Hmm. I'll take the flu over bronchitis any day. Okay, well, we're praying for you to get better. I know you said you, I saw your Facebook, you had a, you went to the hospital and stuff. Yeah, doctor had jokes, too. (laughs) Guess you deserve to get clowned, man. Guess who got reinstated? I'm like, motherfucker, get out of here. So you mm-hmm. deserve to get clowned. That was on you. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All on you, man. Go talk to Diana Fitzgerald. I, 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 yeah, I was going to say, shout out to Diana. She she came in, you know, with her medical uh, knowledge and set the record straight on. on she was my, uh, what was that? What was that? <laughs> she was my nurse, like uh, your girl on the Marvel shows. What was her name? Uh, 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 Night Nurse? Yeah. Who was the actress? Well, Rosario Dawson. Yes. Yes. <sighs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. We will leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. But no, she helped people out. She, you know, wouldn't she doing helped all a the, lot. She, no, she no, but she wasn't doing the extra shit either. There was people that she just helped out. So, yeah. <clears throat> okay. wow. In the era of Me Too, well, we just can't stop. <clears throat> so I didn't write that shit. Marvel did. Salute, salute to Diana. That's one of our sisters. Long, long time listener, supporter. Um, all right. Uh, we'll help you get feel better, Q. Um, drink you. What they say? Get you some soup. Chicken noodle soup. Just put some tussin on it. Tussin. Yeah, there you go. I did mm-hmm. get a soup. I did get a prescription for tussin. Don't don't joke. <laughs> you never <laughs> had the prescription for that? This is like biograde. Oh, oh this is some, okay. Yeah, you got that. You got that monster. You're trying to get that. I'm, t- mm-hmm. I'm on my Michael Jackson. That is my Jesus. Juice. Uh, hey. Oh, so now you're on your okay, Michael Jackson. Okay, I'm gonna let that hang there. Yeah, see. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <sighs> All right. Also joining us, Mr. Big Sexy in Sack. How are you? Man, I'm gonna let the sword of doom fall this week on some people. I can't wait. Damn. Sounds kind you of scary. Like, 
You said that like Dr. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have got to go. It's that simple. And for the record, Counselor, uh, we, we're not talking about hurting people. Right? Define hurt. Well, See, oh, he tried to, he tried to help you out. Man. He tried to give you a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> Big sex is a non big this motherfucker to China. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm assuming you meant, you know, metaphorically and symbolically. Of course. This is being recorded, sir. (laughs) Everything you can say will be used against you. (laughs) (laughs) And and all for the record, I ain't with that. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't hurt nobody. Um, also joining us, Mr. Ant Who. Sir, how are you? I got a bone to pick with you, Mike. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, I was going to say pause, but I don't know if I should say that. <laughs> Probably should be. I mean, <laughs> if, that, if that's your get down, go ahead. But Momentarily wait. <laughs> yeah, so you're a father. I'm a new father. Why didn't you tell me the, the bullshit that's going to happen to me? So last night, I'm watching the little baby. She's two-year-old. We're taking her through potty training and whatnot. I'm letting her know, when you got to go pee-pee, let me know. When you got to go boo-boo, let me know. So I'm in my room, like it's dark, watching TV, and I just noticed something at the corner of my eye just moving. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I just lift up. I'm like, oh, it must be me. So then I just lift up because I'm going to you know, reach out my hands like, come on, come, come with daddy. And as I do, I look up. She's butt ass naked. And I'm like, oh no. No. You know that that meme of uh Michael Scott? He's like, no, God, no, no. That was me, because I'm like, I already know where the fuck this shit is going. So I'm she grabs my hand, I'm making sure ain't nothing in her hand. She grabs my hand, takes me to my other daughter's room, and there's a trail of boo-boo. Oh from, no. from the hallway to the room. There's her onesie, boo-booed up. There's her diaper, boo oh. up. And I'm just like, no, God, no, no. And I'm just ooh, like, ooh, fuck ooh. Michael Dean. Why the hell are you talking about this I'm blaming you. You should have warned me, this dumb shit. Wow. <laughs> supposed to be man to man, father to father. You're supposed to be schooling the next gen. Wow. Uh, and of course, she's just looking at me, just giggling. And I'm like, yeah, 16 more years of this. Welcome but to I the party, pal. I, I, I kind of, <laughs> since, since we all part of all, uh, yeah, Mr. Dean and, and fatherhood and stuff like that. Uh, now, Mike, how old is your son? Who are you talking to? You. you. Oh, how old is he? 12. Okay. Close Damn. enough. Close enough. Yes. Yeah, that, that is nuts. Man, 12? I remember, it seemed like it was just, remember I called you and said I saw your, uh, Oh, so yeah. Mauled in Indiana. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> like that was just a year ago. Um, <laughs> so is it part of the game for 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds to be going out on dates now? Uh, well, define uh, date, man. Date with who? They buddies? No, guy and girl. Well, uh, well, well define date. You know, because like sometimes you get a group of youngins that age. And you know, a parent will look, we're going to the roller. I'm gonna shut this down right now. I'm gonna shut it down. (laughs) 
my 13 year old come to now I was I ain't gonna lie to me there was a little part of me that was just kind of had to be a little proud hilarious he came to me talking about yeah my my man is my, my friend is mad at me why because I asked a girl out that he liked and she wasn't interested in him I'm like that's what that's my boy right there that's my boy oh well but he's 13 and she's 12. I don't remember we weren't doing that back then at that age were we they were calling it something different back then. Huh? It was so, it was called something different back then. Yeah. So when you talk about when you asked about going on a date, I thought you meant like he was asking to take some girl out or something like to the movies. What? Or he, oh, that's what he's talking about. He wants to take her to the movies. Well, I'll say this: uh, was we doing that back then? Uh, we wanted to. <laughs> oh, I wanted to do a lot some, of shit. Some of us may have done that. Oh, I know. I know people. Yeah, of course they were doing that back twelve years yeah. ago. So we would have been in what seventh, sixth grade, seventh, eighth grade, seventh, eighth. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah man. I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't know if about with their parents' permission, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that the should law happen. Or something. Yeah, yeah, that that stuff goes down, man. Um, I think you see, I personalize it because you asked me about my son. I, uh, I know he isn't at that point. You know, but how would I feel about that? Um, well, you know, I guess it doesn't really matter how I feel about it, but I would definitely have a conversation. Um, you know, oh, and let him, yeah, and like let him know what you know what you feel, you know, you know, all that. Uh, it sounds like it's early, but I guess if you th- to me, I remember cats our age, we we wanted to do that type of shit. And yeah, man. I mean, then, we they us, man. <laughs> then there's the other thing. Yeah, well, I'm not going to get into my some of my personal shit. I'm not going to talk about on here, but yeah, those conversations and all that shit is real, man. It's no, it's I'm in the other thing, Mike. I'm at the other thing. I, I I can only assume. I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah, we gotta. We gotta she's a little, let's just say she reflects more sunlight than others. Oh, oh, uh, here we go. Here we go. I didn't know. That's here what you we mean. go. <laughs> You see, you you try to you try to put your kids in a good school. Wow, <laughs> this is what <laughs> would you say? Digging your way to China. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you can't win for losing. Q Jefferson over there. Wow. wow, wow, that's that's an interesting statement, Q. Nah, I'm I'm being a little bit hyper, hyperbolic, but mm-hmm. like I was at his track meet today, and I'm like. <laughs> Now this is gonna sound a little bit. I know it's gonna sound a little bit Jacksonish. Go ahead, Q. Wow. You know how you are. It's gonna Go sound Qish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's some nice looking young girls. Wow! wow. wow. Hold on, I can't wow. hear. What he, I, can, I can't hear what he's saying. Go ahead. There are some nice looking young girls here that absorb sunlight better. Speak it to the speak louder into the mic. Then the woman, woman, then the girl that he introduced me to. This is so creepy. So just so just so we can keep it a hundred, you're saying there was some uh, black girls there, and there was some white girls there. Is that we talking about? Twelve and thirteen year old, right? For, for my son, for my son. Okay, <sighs> and I'm like, I'm like. I'm not gonna say his name or I'm not gonna say his name, but I'm like, son. Ah, uh, what about what <laughs> that about, 12 or 13 year old? What about 
What about the young sisters? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Wow, Q. I mean. <laughs> wow. Mm, oh, mm, man. Mm. So can I ask I you a question, Q? Yeah. I, I mean, I gather from what you're saying. So do you have a problem uh, with Clearly. your son dating someone that's not <clears throat> black? I have, or having I, an interest? I don't know if he's dating, but just have an interest. I, I'll answer that question. It just, well, I don't have a problem with it as long as he is not doing it because he thinks less mm. of his own, which means I failed to do my job. So I don't, I don't think that's the, the issue. But, you know, it mm. is what it is. I'm sorry. No, I don't know. What is what, what it is? It is what it is. What does that mean? And, and what you're talking about? I just, so I'm clear. I'm saying I did, I did the best I could to instill a certain amount of pride in him. Oh, okay. So I would like to think that he's not doing that because he thinks less of his own people. Do you think that's why he has interest in other young girls? I don't, age? I don't think it is, but a lot of parents didn't think their kids did a lot of things and their kids ended up here or there or this or that. Would you consider that he just likes that particular long, young girl regardless of her race? Sure. Okay. Fair enough. Just for the record, Ampu had no say in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> FBI. I'm sorry, wait a minute, hold up. I'm counting one, two, three. Yeah, three. Black men I mean, what what is the what's the problem with this conversation? Am I saying something that's not supposed to be said? Not at all. Yeah, not no, to yeah. me. No, we have an honest conversation. <laughs> now, it might be, make people un, some people uncomfortable, but that's their thing. But nah, I mean, you wait, have you just met me? <laughs> you said what? Have you just met me? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I might make some people uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> so, do you prefer your son to? date black <clears throat> girls because you don't want you feel like you don't I want him to have 12 and 13 year olds hella creepy that's not what he means stop stop what is so creepy, but that's I don't what he said yeah. I know, he's talking about his son come on now. point scoring <laughs> <laughs> creep scoring okay all right but yeah all uh, right whatever, man. whatever. You, you don't so you would prefer him to date black girls because you, your thing is that you don't want him to have uh, think less of himself as a black person. Is that that's what you're saying? I want to make sure he's doing it for the right reasons. For the, the right reasons, reasons are he likes homegirl. That's it. Okay. They hang out in school, I, I, and I have they, to they hope. Have, that, yeah, I have to hope that's the reason. So you want him to be on code, essentially? What you're saying? I want him to be true to himself. <laughs> How about you want him to be happy? How about that? Well, being true to yourself, you would make you happy, I would think. Again, if he met whoever and they dick each other, that's all that matters. Well, there's, there's a little something else. Come and do your boy, Afro. Yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. She, let me stop. <laughs> no, nah, go ahead. Here, here's a shovel. Go ahead. <laughs> FBI. She she's not all that in the looks department. Wow. <laughs> not creepy at all. Wow. Not creepy at all. 
you know, your son or your daughter bring somebody home. They're never good enough. Mm. You know, they're never good enough for my child. I'm like, damn, that shit. That shit's true. (laughs) So that would be the same Mm. energy if Mm. if your son came over. It was a white girl's house, and her dad was doing the same thing you did. And he's like, "You will uh, lose your fucking mind." <laughs> she's a black though. I mean, it's just never good enough. I've already told. Does she my- hate? Does she hate herself? <laughs> now, of course, they wouldn't say that because we live in an era of white supremacy. So, of course, they wouldn't do that. But um, it would. I'm just saying, it would, it would sound just as ludicrous, I, I suppose, if the. Oh no! You see, I slipped that in. <laughs> I'm throwing a little bait, you know, a little bait in the water. <clears throat> Hey, I, I appreciate your honesty. I mean, this is isn't this our church, our barbershop? Yes, this sir. Show? That's right. Then why why am I getting clown when I'm being honest? Why, well, why I mean, we clown, clown, but that ain't, you know, clown. It's, it's, wrong. it's brotherly clown. What am I wrong, dude? Shoot, he's he's a kid. Okay, he's that's a kid. why he shouldn't be asking girls out. He's just a kid. You're absolutely right. Mm. <sighs> So did you tell him he couldn't do that or something? Or well, you know what was funny is uh, we found out that the girl's mother wasn't too keen on it either. And then the other part of me started kicking him. Why? Your, your daughter too good for my son. Oh, God. You can't both ways I'm going to buy the goddamn cake and eat it too. Our yep. people, our people. Black With two forks. It would have been funny if she said, yep. No, because he's black. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it'd have been fun if she said, yep. Well, there you go. Uh, we still got a lot of work to do. You said we still got a lot of work to do. <laughs> I said we still got a lot of work to do. That's all. What, eyes on the prize type of work? Is that what you mean? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we, we, we're we still on our kids about, you know, sort of racial aspects of who they date and things of that nature. I mean, we have legitimate reasons, I suppose, but still... We want to get to a point where we don't have to do that. What you should I know. Like- you should know your son doesn't doesn't harbor any sort of like self hate or or lesser than of him own self that he would. So the only reason he's well, one of the reasons he's looking at somebody outside of his race because he looks down upon his own people. But I, again, I don't know. Like if my son or daughter chose to date someone outside of the race, well, per, one I wouldn't. Uh, Knowing because where they live, there's even more of a minority as well. So I would almost expect it. Um, you know, like there's some Hawaiian person. That's somebody doing coke or something. <laughs> <laughs> I got the clue, motherfucker. Damn. Oh, okay. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that man doing lying on his city girls over there. Come on, girl. Hey, Mike, what do you think? Uh, I'm on my uh, robot bitches leave. <laughs> you on your what? Forget it. Did you uh, say Robo bitches cop. leave? Well, oh, Robocop. Robo on the table and the guy walks in, bitches leave. It, that's classic, yes. Robocop. Got it. Uh, Q continues to dig. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, our kids are going to, the thing is, you got to be careful where you push your kids away from. That's what they're going to Yeah, that's what they're going to jump on. Yeah, I guess they need to stop talking to them about vaping then. Well, that's drugs in general, but. Yeah, I know. Have you ever? Uh, this on a goal left. When we're going to continue on, I'm like, I don't want to make this like we're hammering key or something. Uh, actually, no, I'm oh. not. Gonna, I'm not going to. Oh. 
Wow. I said it. Whoever's listening <laughs> on the Discord chat, I said pause. Smoke deal with the shit. Smoke confirmed. <laughs> anyway, no, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, and we we asked everybody how they're doing, right? Yeah, and Pooh, you was talking about your child situation. Hey, man, that's a part of uh, potty training. Shit. Shit's gonna happen. Sh- shit's gonna about, happen. <laughs> the only good thing about it is, is she's getting to the point where she's not comfortable with shit on her booty anymore. So that's a good thing. So I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> cool. It's like it happens, so she's like, get it off of me. So I'm like, great. It's gonna help with the potty training. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of harsh language when we talk about kids. We, we might have to watch that, but Goddamn is mine. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my nigga. No, get you. Get over here. Do you do you know how many busted lips I got because of her? She done broke huh? my glasses. So yeah, yeah, goddammit. Yes. How many late nights I've had to deal with? So yes. Yes, I will talk this harsh. Wow, that's part of wow. being a parent. But okay. <laughs> and and part of being a parent is bitching about it. Is it? It if for me, yep. The new generation is born. Right. Be <laughs> <laughs> much stronger than the set. Anyway. Nah, salute salute you, uh, man. I salute you. You are a dad holding it down. Tip my hat to you. What did Chris Rock say? You don't get a medal for doing shit yourself. Oh, that <laughs> That's exactly how I feel about her going to the party up there, clapping. Yeah, I'm like, that's what the fuck she's supposed to be doing. Like, why are we giving her a medal? Stop it. Stop it. True, True that. All right, let's get into some topics here. Oh, uh, first of all, since we're on Discord... Join our Discord page, please. There's a link in the description. Come on over. We've got uh, a lot of listeners over there. We, get, it gets crazy in there. Um, shout out to our people that's really mixing it up over there. Shout out to uh, my guy, Sean Christopher. Shout, I, I, I don't know if I have the power to go in and change people's names. I was gonna, Let me call this nigga Snitching Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do the research for you, sir. <laughs> But I'll tell you what, Sean holds it down. Boy, he he he's 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 a fan of Q now. He was riding for Q. Q was getting uh getting into some conversations and shout out to Girl Brothers uh on there. Uh, I thought it was Girl Bros. It might be. I'm, I don't have it in front of me. Um, girl Bros. Girl Bros. Uh aka I got all the smoke. Uh aka holding it down for the LGBTQ plus. Is that it? I yes, it? I got it. There you go. It's definitely, you know, the same energy we bring. We talking about, you know, booties and hoes and not hoes, but you know, uh, heterosexuals. They're coming with the other side. I, I love it. You know, cats. Some I see. I, I see cats kind of getting in there uncomfortable. They don't know how to what to say. But fuck it, say what you want to say. But anyway, uh, it was some smoke being thrown at Q in there, and here come Q's public defender boy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what about what about everybody else? What about you talking to you? Why are you like exactly. you know, riding? Get on his nuts! Like, damn, relax. Hey, slow down, slow down, slow the fuck down. Well, what about? I see nobody else ain't saying nothing. 
Stop. Cat, cat <laughs> always in the gym. Always got a dead battery. But he want to call somebody else out. Yeah, if she was working then, boy, I was like, you got a new, new cell phone or something. 24-hour fitness plan uh, expired or something. Up there lying, talking about I switch carriers so my reception is better now. Stop. Stop. <laughs> But that's my guy. I'm clowning you because I appreciate you being on the Discord, Sean. Don't take it the wrong way. That's my no, guy. I, and I'm clowning you. You can go ahead and take it the wrong way. Wow. Wow. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Nah, I mean, you know what? I, that's that's our listeners, our supporters. I love them, man. Um, I love it all. Uh, shout out to Morpheus. Uh, I know. Uh, he don't he don't ride for Q, but uh, I'm just, I'm I'm bullshitting. Um. But yeah, anyway, get into the Discord, man. This shit is hilarious. Hilarious. All right. Keeping it moving. Let's get into some topics. Uh, real quick, man. Let's talk about some movies real quick. Um, Doctor Strange 2. Marvel. Problems. Yeah, man. Once again. Uh, and I think we I think you really see this more with Marvel's situation because it's so unique. And even Star Wars, you see this with. Um, of course, you know, the story came out that uh the director uh, Scott Derrickson, uh, he actually directed the first Doctor Strange movie, and I believe he comes from a background of like sort of horror movies, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but of course, he was, you know, they're deep into you know the production, uh, not actually shooting, but I'm sure there's years go into working on these films where they actually turn the cameras on. But uh, he has dropped out of the movie Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, he dropped a tweet i believe it was twitter and he basically said yeah me and marvel have mutually agreed to part ways uh and then they use that catch where we had creative differences uh he says but i'm thankful for the collaboration and will remain as the executive producer and then even marvel came out with a statement and said uh, you, you know we uh mutually agreed to part ways with with scott and it's because of uh creative differences uh, they use the same terminology, very short uh, statement to a variety, actually. And here's how I look at this type of thing. When you got these big tentpole movie like this, we're talking about the billion dollar club movies. They're very tied in to you know, the shared universe. Um, this one was even more unique in that it, they've said it was going to be tied in heavily to the Wanda and Vision uh, Disney Plus show. They would it would run right into it, and some of the characters from that would be in this. And I know that the guy was saying earlier back in Comic Con that they were he wanted to do this as the first sort of horror movie for Marvel type of deal yeah. when they first announced it. And then I think even a week ago or so, Kevin Feige was doing some interviews or was a town hall type thing with Kevin Feige, and somebody walked up and asked him the question like, "So what is that? How are you going to do a horror movie?" And he, and he was kind of like, "Well." There'll be some scary parts in it, but it ain't I'm not doing a horror movie. <laughs> and to me, I kind of think that I wonder if these movies are so tightly woven within the fabric of everything else they got going on, plus with this TV show, which is unique, that the director's probably idea of what he wants to do will probably start to conflict with, you know, Kevin Feige is like, yo, this this my movie. You know, we it's gotta go this way. And you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna um, overpower him in this decision process, and then the people he has to answer to, and Disney and all that. And I can see why some of these guys are quitting these movies now. 
I can see the game in his statement when he says, you know, I'm going to remain on as executive producer because let's, let's keep it a, a buck. You signing a contract to direct a movie, you ain't just, I quit. Like, that's, that'd be career suicide and he'd probably get sued to oblivion, right? Because you, oh, yeah. you got a legal binding contract. So they ain't no just, I'm quitting. They probably was, again, it was, yo, you're not going to, you got to do what we say to do, this and that. There's so much money on the line that they can't afford, you know, uh, to their stock and shareholders to have somebody quit. You know, that would be a bad look uh, for both parties. And he's probably put in so much work over these couple of years, because I would imagine they've already been conceptualizing, figuring out the stunts or the action set pieces and the design work and the costumes and all of this stuff. And probably a lot of the effects work is going into production that they got to, you know, they basically, okay, listen, man, it's going to be in your best interest to just go ahead and uh, step aside. We'll say that we both agree to it. We'll call it creative differences. You've done so much work. Uh, we can't fire you because that would look bad on us. So we're going to just put you on your, your name on your executive producer. You're going to get a bag. You know, if this movie does great, you're going to get even more money and you can just walk and we just call it like that. Um, that's how I see it. Like, it's just like, okay, yeah, this dude, he ain't following along with the plan of what we want to do. Get him out of here. This is our movie. You know, we hire you to come in here. And basically, if it was like it was a McDonald's or something, it's like, yo, you here to be in charge of the store. But this ain't your store. This ours. So you don't get to run it the way you want to. You got to run it on brand. And on brand means you need to have, you know, your hat to one side and the fries got to be cooking at a certain level. <laughs> you know, you got to follow along our plan. You're just a great manager, you know, but you're not. A, this ain't no visionary project, Playboy. You do what we say or get out of here. So I, I can see that's probably what's happening or what happened with this. I'm curious who they're going to bring in to sort of pick up what this other guy has done. And I hope that it, the movie doesn't suffer because we've seen, particularly with Disney, you know, the, the Solo, Rogue One. Uh, was that one of the other? Was it Ant-Man? They kicked, fired the director's. Uh, I think there was something else, too, that I'm forgetting. And, of course, Rise of Skywalker. Where there's, you know, the director's vision and the studio's vision be two different things. And they get, they'll get you up out of here quick. They're not, you know, they got too much shit on the, on the, on the line. And I hope that this isn't like, uh, it doesn't affect the project. Like I said, there's a lot riding on this. If WandaVision is some bullshit, it would affect the movie. If this movie is some bullshit, it affects all the other things. But they got such everything so tightly, tightly woven together. It's a very fine line uh, sort of thing to do. I'm very curious to see how that works. Uh, you guys have any other thoughts on this? Well, it's like uh, the crossovers in the comic realm. You know, you have the one overarching theme and certain writers' books will be affected. And they're like, look, I'm not doing this. You know, I'm not going to squeeze my direction into, into fitting in your overarching event theme. And that's what we're having here. Just on a much, yeah. much bigger scale. The thing that doesn't make sense to me is I have to think that when they sign the director to do the first Dr. Strange film, that they signed him, gave him a, a option to do sign on for two or three films. 
And so they knew what they were work. He knew what he was had to deal with at the start, at the gate. They knew <clears throat> what they wanted, and they communicated that to him at the gate. So it just doesn't make sense to me that it was a difference of a creative difference all of a sudden on the second film. Well, yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's such a unique situation. I don't know if they had WandaVision planned when they did their first Doctor Strange, right? And, you know, how, how does Doctor Strange have anything to do with Wanda, Wanda and the Vision? Well, that's the, the thing, you know, they, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if they had that plan when they first came with that movie, but as these things become fluid and they're like, oh, okay, this opens the door. Let's do this. Uh, let's put, we're going to have a streaming channel now. Now the mandate comes down that those movies or TV shows are just as important as these movies. Now to the director, he might be like, I didn't really sign up for that though, but dealing with this company, yeah, that's what it is. The same way with uh, your boy Boyega when he said, don't Disney plus me. Of course, he was probably signed into some shit, but he don't, he's feeling like I didn't sign up to be doing no TV though. I'm not doing that. Now they'll be like, you want to get down on this or you don't work. You know, so it's a, it's a it's a different it's a different ball. You know what I'm saying? It's just some new shit. Now I would imagine with Kevin Feige, he's got a lot of things he's doing, and he's shifting the, the pieces on that chessboard around. He might be like, you know what, Doctor Strange, uh, Part Two is going to be damn near uh, Avengers, whatever the next number five point four point five, nigga. Like, I'm going to pull a civil Captain America Civil War. I made that an Avengers movie. <laughs> I'm going to do the same thing with this. We need. We need a big one. And we about to do Black Widow or whatever. Uh, then we got, like you said, they don't have no big guarantee, you know, one set. So they, it'd be a perfect way to make Doctor Strange, the, you know, semi-Avengers movie. It's the multiverse. They might want to introduce some of the mutants and have some, uh, the rumor is that they're going to do the Illuminati sort of story in this Doctor Strange movie. So it may have turned into some whole other thing that the director was like, I thought we was going to do a horror movie. You're trying to bring all these other characters and set up all this shit. I didn't want to do that. And they like, well, hey, bye. Because we doing it. <laughs> we got a big plan. It's a big thing. It's the same. Remember with the Avengers too? That was the same thing Josh Whedon complained about. Like, they wanted me to insert all this Thor shit in it and Shit that ain't had nothing to do with the Ultron. They were trying to set up the next thing, and I didn't like that. And you can see in the in that movie, it was kind of jumbled around. They they got to be very careful with that, you know. I think to me, Iron Man two two was sort of the same sort of way, right? Like just throw in the Black Widow and yep. you're Sam Jackson, and, and and we didn't see. And what, that was the last movie Feige did for them for for Disney for a while, right? Like he was like ah. John Favreau. John Favreau, yeah, he was like eh, I'm cool. <laughs> so I, you know, I don't know Kevin Feige though. I mean, that's to say, that's his house. So you're gonna play along with what he got going, and, and it's not about. And again, you're just a work for hire. You know, those who work well within that, I guess maybe like the Ruzos or something. But but I don't. We'll see. Hopefully, they don't have no problems that happen with Black Panther two, where they be like, "Yo, we wanted to go this way," and and what's old boy's name, brother? Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler. Right? He don't. What well, I want to do? Well, Ryan, we gotta introduce. So this is now. But I want. Okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> this is a business. This is, yeah, this is a business. <laughs> but anyway, 
They should just put that picture of uh, Bobby Z on, on the door. <laughs> pictures, what was that picture someone posted of him at the piano? Classic expression. All right. <laughs> no one knows what I'm talking about. I don't at the moment, no. But. All right. Okay. All right. Well, any other comments on that? Okay. All right. Real quick, uh, let's jump to Tyler Perry. Now, Tyler Perry, I believe it was last week or so, but he posted up, I don't know if it was on Instagram or something, but it was a short little video and he was showing all of these scripts that he was like, yeah, you know who wrote all these shows and the episodes? I did. He's like, I've been you know, putting in the uh. work. What's that? Uh. Oh, yeah. You know, he said, yeah, I, I wrote all these, you know. And when I first saw that and I saw it kind of being shared around, I didn't know what it was at first. And I looked at it and I listened to it. I was like, damn, homie ain't playing. Now he's, he picked the pen up and writing. Now, me personally, I don't watch any of these shows. I don't think I've ever seen any of them. I'm not necessarily a fan of his stuff like that. But just the fact that because normally you have a writer's room, right? And there's a number of people in there writing these scripts and this and that. And the fact that there's just one person <laughs> writing all this. And I don't know if that uh, is the best thing, but it was just impressive to me. And it was actually motivating me. I was like, damn, he's not just sitting back bullshitting. He's actually in a position where he can write all his shit. And it comes to fruition and it's, and it's out there and people are somebody watching it because motherfucker got a studio. So the money comes from somewhere. But I was like, God damn. But then I started seeing people's like, yo, you know, how come how come he's not hiring young up and coming writers? He should be making a way for other black uh, screenwriters and putting them on and letting them write the shows. And it's not in the third. And I can understand. That sentiment. But for me personally, I was like, eh, listen. And you know what I always say? Google Docs is free, motherfucker. Like, you can, anyone could pick up a pen and get busy. Now, I don't mean you're going to be successful, but you can start to put in the work and lay the ground, ground foundation the same way Tyler Perry did. You know, started off small, did the plays, you know the story. He's at the top, but he's, he didn't get put on. As far as I know, he didn't get put on. You know, didn't nobody gift him a whole bunch of money or somebody say, hey, I'm going to make a way for you. He just grinded it out, man. And people, some people don't like his stuff. Some people love his stuff. Obviously, more love it because, he, again, the, manifest, the manifestations is the reality of his situation, not just what we say, right? Like, he, he got a studio. He didn't get that because they don't like his shit. And there ain't no magic white man just giving him a check. Go forth and clown and stop it. So, uh, I, I, like I said, I, 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 to me, I feel like we, we don't want to nitpick our people too much. Like, and we used to do this with Oprah and Jordan. Well, they could take all that money. How come they don't do that? How come they don't? These are just celebrities and artists and things. They're not the saviors. Right, we gotta be careful. What we think they're gonna come and save, they ain't, they ain't gonna come and save shit. They may do a good thing here or there, but we don't want to be like, 
I, I, and I'm saying this as, an, as a 50 year old man. So again, I'm not saying my way is the right way, but I'm, I'm not going to, I'll be damned if I sit there and wait for Tyler Perry or whoever. To, here you go. Come on, Mike. I got you. Let's do this. And if he did, I'd be like, cool, man. I appreciate it. But I'm not going to say, how come you didn't give me a spot? Eh. What did my man James Brown say? I'll get in my own. I'll, I'll do my own thing. With it. I, I'll get there myself. I'm cool. Open the door. Get it myself. Yeah, I'm good. I, I can work. You know, so I salute Tyler Perry, but I'm curious what you guys think. Should, should he have, should he be hiring other people? I mean, it might make his shows better, but I'm not going to lie about that, but <laughs> uh, and poor start with you. Um, I used to be uh, a staunch Tyler Perry hater until I had listened to one of the geeked out episodes <laughs> where you took uh, John Singleton and Spike Lee to task. It's like they're they're going in at uh, Tyler Perry uh, when they should have been putting their arm around him, saying, you know, hey, this is how we can all do this. And you made the great point. Uh, Tyler Perry, I think at that point, I've been in the game for nine years. No, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I got to step away. Oh, no problem. We'll we'll come back to you. He's a daddy. He got to handle business. Uh, Q Strong, what's your take, man? Uh, I'm going to set the record straight. I respect what Tyler Perry has done. I do not like his work. Uh, I do not like the character Medea. I like, I laughed maybe when I saw it the first time. I was like, okay, what's he going to do next? Oh, that again? So I don't like his work. Uh, but I believe he, I like the fact that he exists, if nothing else, as a role model for other kids to be inspired to do it. I do think a man's worst, a, a, a wise man is one that realizes his limitations. And if if uh, Tyler Perry thinks he can write, produce, direct, shoot, edit, do all of that and put out a good quality product, I think he's fooling himself. That doesn't mean people aren't going to uh, lap it up, but I don't think he's realizing his you know, expanding his horizons. And I know everyone's going to say, well, he got a studio. That's great. That doesn't mean that you still can't do more, right? Uh, So I I do think he should be consulting with other creative black people, black or white, doesn't matter, other people to put out the best product he can. You can can always learn from other people. And you could also, in doing that, you can also bring up the new next generation behind you. So All right. yeah. All right, uh, big sexy. You know, again, uh, I'm not a big fan of a lot of his work, but I respect and admire the work ethic, and if doing it the way he's doing it is working for him, that's all that matters at the end of the day. Now, I saw that thing where. You talked about Mike, where he has all these different scripts. When I also look deeper into it, he does employ outside writers. That's 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 a given. He does. I looked at some of the credits on uh, House of Pain and other TV shows. It's not just him. Mm-hmm. A lot of other times it is just him, but a lot of times it's not just him. So he's really overseeing things as well. And for anyone to tell anyone how to run their business, no, I got a problem with that. 
you know, just because person X, oh, fuck it, Tyler Perry has done it his way and is now, you know, studio owner and all these things that he earned from his work. You got people coming around, well, you should do this and hire so-and-so and such and such. Where were they when I started this thing? Where were they when he was doing those plays that had the commercials on at like, you know, 1 a.m. at the local community theater and people would clown him? Because I know I did. Where were they then? No, you can't come up on him now that he's, you know, the man and expect him to just put you on when you haven't done anything to warrant that consideration. You know, put him some damn work. You know, too many people nowadays want to jump to the executive room without putting the work in in the in the mail room. That don't work that way. Well, I I have this this kind of mean mean that I I have or the hashtag when your people don't look out for you. And there are a lot of celebrities, a lot of famous people. I, I put Prince and Michael right up there with them. They made some career moves where their people weren't looking out for them, and it didn't really help them. So everyone can use advice. Everyone can use suggestions. And everyone, I think you should be, even though you're the biggest person in the world, the best leaders in the world lead uh, through uh, hire people that are as skilled as they are or smarter than they are so that they are getting the best advice. I, I would agree with that. I think that uh, I, I agree with the generality of that. Um, you know, I, I look at, so we're talking about artwork here, you know, which is a very sort of subjective thing. Uh, and I think, and I, I'm going to put, I'm going to compare him and Prince together. And here's why, because, you know, Prince is always known to be doing it all himself, you know, writing the songs. Now we know under deeper, deeper examination, he's had, co-writers he's had you know things that he sort of co-opted from people uh and 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 added his spin to it and put it out but for the most part it's generally always widely accepted that he produces and writes all of his own stuff and damn near plays it all and there are obviously he's loved but believe it or not there are people that don't like prince's work <laughs> right i see that all the time online and i, and I question it, huh? but i can i get it uh, and I, I look at Tyler Perry the same way. Like, I am not necessarily a fan of his stuff. Have I seen some of his movies? You better believe it. Uh, some of his early stuff, I've you know, I, I don't know if I've seen any in the theater when, the, when they came out. I may have, but I know in my family, a lot of his stuff. You know, they have these movies. I've seen them. I've seen them on TV. Some of them I like. They were funny at the time. Uh, but it's not for me per se. But you know, the manifestation of his body of work so far, he's essentially created his Paisley Park, right? Very similar in terms of does it all himself, very much a uh, very individual uh, type of body of work where there's really nobody that can really do Medea but him. You know what I'm saying? That's his thing. There's really nobody that can do Prince but Prince. Even when he gives his work to other people, you still hear him in it, you know, and sometimes you feel like he is better. Uh, he doesn't necessarily listen to anybody else's sort of thing. He only takes in what he wants to take in from things. Uh, and some would say to the better man or not. I mean, his is a very particular sound, and you either are going to like that or you're not. 
but then he has his pace. You know, he, he took all that and created a complex as well, right? And even then, still, some people don't like it. Some people, the way he carry himself or the way he looks, ah, he, could, he could look like this. So there's always going to be people that are going to tell you, you need to be doing this or that in the third, right? But kind of going back to what Mark said, you know, it's hard to tell these types of people something like that if you wasn't there from the giddy up and if what they're doing is actually successful, like wildly successful, right? Like we're not talking about you just got lucky, have a body of work and years in the game. And then again, they have the proof of concept, as we've been saying, they have actually, this is what happens when you stick to just solitarily doing that vision and it worked. So it's a little different when you have these types of guys. See, the thing is, we say we don't like it, which we probably don't, but we have to realize there must be more people that do like his brand of art because, again, it, the success is not coming from smoke. The sold-out shows are there. The people watching these TV shows are there. These people that have the TV networks who only deal with money can give a damn about, you know, you black or I don't care about that. Can we make some money on? If you're not making no money, get them out of here. He seems to have all these opportunities given to him. So these people must be making a ton load of money off of his shit. So that's why I'm saying, would it, could he be better and stuff? Um, sure. No doubt about it. But I guess the thing is, does his audience matter? Does, his, does the word of his audience matter to him more or what? outside people think he should do that are not his audience. Again, it would be like if somebody told Prince, man, Prince, you need to really change up and do this. He, well, I'm, I'm doing this for me and my audience. Well, why would I want to flip it up to do something my people ain't asking for? They want to hear my shit. My way of doing it. They want to see Medea. There are people who are fans of Medea, obviously. How many movies they done had? So, why would he, you know, so he doesn't have to change a damn thing. He's in a teacher's position, actually. Now, I would say, does he maybe listen to people in terms of how he conducts his business? That, and I don't know how he moves in his business. All I can only assume is he must be super successful at business because he can't be in that type of position under a fluke. So there's different levels to it. But I do agree that, yeah, people can listen or can take advice. But, you know, the deeper thing of that is you have to be careful who you're taking advice from. You can't just listen to everybody. You know, you got to be careful who you got speaking to what you're doing because they may not know what the hell is going on. So that's why I say what Aunt Pooh said earlier, the ones he could probably listen to would be the Spikes, you know, Singleton, Rest in Peace, or different people like that. But then if they're coming from a place of, I'm going to say jealousy or mm -hmm. publicly condemning somebody, you're probably not going to listen to you, right? Because if you really was about that work, you would go to them directly and not in the public eye. These white folks trying to blast another brother. That's another story. But again, I think we get into the character of Tyler Perry and he's on his uh, Omarion when he unveils his studio and he says, hey, you know what? Oh, Spike was, Spike is, I invite Spike. Make sure he gets to go to the Spike Lee studio, the, the, the soundstage named under him, after him. 
Word. <laughs> Word. That, let them see the manifestations of, of what I'm doing. And then let's break bread. That's, that's how, yeah, you can listen to it, but at the extent of the point, it's a certain way you come at somebody and uh, try to offer some wisdom or, yo, man, you should tighten up your da-da-da-da. Cool. Or, yo, can I get down? You know, I'm, let's link up. I, I was, uh, I'm on my preachers. I'm about to be over. But there's a great interview with Martin Lawrence and Will Smith that just dropped yesterday with uh, Sway. And at one point, Sway said, man, you should link up with Tyler Perry. Like, would you do a movie? Y'all, y'all would link up together. And he said, oh, well, we did that. Did you see that picture that was floating around a couple months ago? It was myself, Eddie, Martin, Wesley, a couple of uh, Tracy Morgan. Uh, we shot Bad Boys 2 at Tyler's sh- uh, studio. They were shooting Coming to America 2 at Tyler's studio. We, br- we, we clicked up. He's like, we, he's like, oh, yeah. He said, yeah, man. We getting it in. That was an epic moment. We was all working at my brother's place. So, yeah, and we already doing that. So I was like, that's how you do it. He opened the lane up. He said, y'all come in and work. I'm getting paid off. Of it. Y'all, we keeping brothers and sisters working. Da, 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 da. And, and that was dope, man. So we have to salute Tyler Perry. Last thing I'm going to throw in here is another story that just came out. So Tyler Perry offers a job to man who served 20 years in prison for minor crime. Uh, since 1991, Daryl Hall was arrested for, uh, after being caught with two grams of cocaine after being convicted. He was sentenced to life in prison over two grams of cocaine. Now 52, uh, he would serve 20 years for his crime, but he would eventually be released December 13, 2019. Uh, on June 8th, Hall was the guest of the inaugural Conviction Integrity Unit Reception, which was held at Tyler Perry Studios. Um, yeah. The governor was there speaking and different thing. Um, some of the guys from the exonerated six were there. Uh, this is after calling Hall on stage. His name was Daryl Hall. Uh, he was uh, Howard revealed that. Oh, so he was. Uh, I guess it was the. The D.A. Paul Howard, this is who we're talking about. The D.A. revealed that Hall was having difficulties finding a job. And then that's when uh, Tyler was like. You can start on Monday. You know, we got you. So that's why I say I, I salute Tyler. I, I, I can understand people, yeah, you can do better. But we have to be careful where some, some a brother put out something and it already cast hard getting at ah, ah, you didn't do stop that. Do they do that with every when Steven Seagal, not Steven Seagal, Steven Spielberg and all these other cats. Do they people come out when they, oh, he didn't hire that. And I know why we do it, but I'm just saying we might have to pump our brakes a little bit. This brother putting in, he don't put in the work. He's supported by us. Then when he get famous, ah, and then he give an opportunity and jobs to people. What more can they do? But there's always that. Eh. That's what you should do. So I, I, I salute Tyler Perry, goddammit. I do. I don't gotta like his art. And like I said on your post, I wonder how come people haven't had the same energy for Quentin Tarantino, who's gonna direct all of his films, 
and somehow finds a way to have to put his foot fetish stuff in there and find a way to call black people niggers. I ain't saying nothing about, oh, he needs somebody, some help. But okay. People get at him over the N-word. I, well, I, I know I do. No, Spike, Spike not, got at him. Not at the same level that they came at uh, Tyler talking about he need help with his writing. I'm like, y'all going to tell Quentin Tarantino? Well, that's different. <laughs> but no, it's different because oh, he makes quality good stuff, quote unquote. Hey, I, yeah, I, I don't care for him, son. So, salute to Tarantino. <laughs> all right, any other comments on this before we move? No, all right. Uh, guy, the oh, guy earned the right to do it his way. Bottom line. Yeah, man. And, and you know, uh, I would say if nothing else, take the take uh, be inspired by by his success and do better. Obviously, if he can do it and work hard, if you're willing to put in that type of time and dedication, you might you might get something like that too. You might take it to another level. Who knows? But I tell you what, you you're gonna get too far. <laughs> Telling him what he should do versus what you can do. <laughs> I know that. Part. Exactly. <laughs> that, that I do know. Because <laughs> he don't give a fuck. <laughs> Apparently he don't. I wrote that. <laughs> Where yours at? So. Well, he boasting. And? And? <laughs> <laughs> Is that something wrong? I don't know. Paid the cost to be the boss. Yeah, sure. It ain't bragging if you can back it up. I'm boasting Sorry. too. <laughs> the prince say, I know you don't like this, and the prince say, Music, what do you say? Musician, music by real musicians or something? Real music by, yeah. Yeah, real he musician. And he both, because he put in the work. <laughs> he that nigga. He can't, he's supposed to say that. Inspire you to be like, God damn, this mother. But anyway. Um, I don't have it in front of me, right? But what, what was your girl? What's her name? Lonnie Love? Oh, <sighs> God have mercy. <laughs> <sighs> yes, yeah, she was on her show, The Real, and I'm not. I, I need to fully see the full segment. Wait, wait, was she is that her show or, or was she a guest? No, no she's, uh, one, she's of one, one of the hosts. hosts. She's one yeah. of the hosts. Okay, yeah. yeah and then, then they added Amanda Seals, who I find very problematic as well. Which I'm like, ah. Uh, but the gist of it is, is that somehow she got to bloviating, saying that. There's a problem. Black men have a problem being faithful. Here, here let me give you the, the what she was saying, and I'm gonna let you go. Okay. She was referring to um, Joe Budden, who was That's right. commenting yeah. on Kevin Hart and Kevin Hart's cheating situation that was sort of spotlight in his uh, reality show on Netflix, which I would implore you to watch. That was very good. And Kevin, I mean, and Joe Budden was kind of, I guess, he gave the sort of excuse like, well, he, Kevin did that because he worked hard as a black man. He's out, he's working hard and he don't want to lose everything he got. And I don't necessarily agree with that, but that's what spurred her to say what she, what you're about to say she said. Okay, what, I'm just, now I'm confused. Why would Joe Buddy, he works hard. Ah, oh, man, stop, Joe. And I, I want to support him so bad, but he says stupid shit a lot. So she made the point that black men, we need to talk about it, that black men don't know how to be faithful in monogamous relationships. And they think just because they got money that they can do all this other stuff, which I'm like, wait a minute. It seemed like you're being very specific to rich black men, but now you're painting all black men? 
But okay. So then she decides, to, as you would say, keep on digging, talking about how this goes back to slavery, how the black family was broken up. And uh, this is why we need to get over this, 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 this decades, uh, centuries old trauma of, so black men can be faithful. So what really upset me was, um, I forgot her, Adrian, I think his name is Adrian Bylon. She said, yeah, I get that, you know, and that's just not black community. You know, there's that machismo. I think that's across all communities. So I'm like, okay, yes, yes. And then Lonnie goes, no, it's black people. I was like, oh, shit, really? I was like, all right. So that one, yeah, pissed me off. Because again, you're talking as, I think you coined this phrase, rich nigga problems. <laughs> Kevin Hart, Joe Budden, these are some rich Negroes. And you can even, I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus, but you look at Jay-Z and you look at Diddy, who have a history of infidelity. And yeah, they're on a whole different mindset. Their whole concept of all of that is totally different. So if you want to say, because they got money, they doing that, fine. But how are you relaying this to black men as a whole? Especially when you see, well, I mean, especially when you see that, I believe it's 60% of black men are married and 80% of their spouses are black women. So it appears that black men are willing to make that commitment to monogamy, to a family, to marriage. And the fact that when a non-black person had to say, that's not an isolated black community, black male issue, and you try to shut that down, that one's where I'm like, okay, F Lonnie Love. And I just have to add into this for context. She has a white boyfriend. Lonely love. Oh man. So it just it just doesn't look. Wow. <laughs> it just kind of looks funny. Style. Her comments. <laughs> and the other thing, yes, you know, I, I feel women and black women where they they want to hold all men accountable for somewhat checking our homeboys, our partners, our brothers, our cousins. Like, yo, you acting wild, you doing stupid. Don't do these women like that. And to an extent that it's sad that they they have a point in like, yeah, you know, men have to, you know, get men and hold them accountable because I feel like, you know, yes, women can't make men change. And it's sad that it, if it does take, you know, a wife or your daughter or your uh, your little cousin doing it, yes, she, she should be all right. <laughs> you know, it shouldn't it shouldn't be that way. But the the and I and I agree with that point. However, you can't paint that broad brush. All right, we're gonna let you handle that back there. Uh, Q, you got any something on this? No, I have no dog in that race. <laughs> no, more Lonnie, Lonnie Lot. Who? Lonnie Lot. I think she's a. Com- I don't know. She. I actually don't know who she is either. I think she's a comedian or something. I saw the clip, but I. I, I don't know. It's it just so much shit going on in the world. We learn about that bullshit. I'm sorry. Interesting. I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna leave it alone. Uh, big sex. Well, y'all. Everybody said she was full of shit. Oh no, no, so- no. You're right. I- <laughs> Big sexy, what you think? She is full of shit. But the problem is this. I think she is missing the point here. Uh, Again, she, in her clip, she said, you know, it's psychological and these other types of medical terms. One, she's not qualified to make that generalization. And two, 
what happened in her life to drive her to this, you know, conclusion? What happened with her before she got with the guy she's with now? You know, she's quick to assign blame, but yet won't entertain the possibility that it takes two, you know, to uh, fracture any relationship. And then for her to go ahead and just brush every black man the same way because of something that happened possibly in her past? That's fucking arrogance to the highest degree. You know, and then to come out and say, you know, well, this is because of slavery and this and that. I'm sorry, do you have a degree in uh, anthropology or sociology? Not that I'm aware of. You know, sometimes people, especially celebrities, or people with a live mic in front of them, need to shut the fuck up on things they don't know anything about. Now, if she wants to talk about her relationships, so be it. But to chime in on what Joe Budden said, about whatever Kevin Hart was, you know, going through way out of line. And then to extrapolate that and put it on all black men. Fuck out of here, man. Get her out of here. Yes. Stank ass. See, it's actually, yeah, he even goes deeper than that to me and how I look at it because of course, you know, she's probably speaking from some sort of bitterness or hurt or betrayal that may have happened to her in some other relationship that she has, but you got to be careful. And, and we've, and we, we're men here. There are times when things will happen or things may happen to us. And, oh, this black woman, I, I had this uh, thing happen in my relationship. So, oh man, I ain't fucking with sisters no more. <laughs> that, you know, that would be wrong. Like, yo, that's just, that's just what happened to you with her playboy. That ain't all, all black women don't do that. Or, oh man, I, I was dating this white girl and she tripping, man. So I ain't never fucking with them no more. Oh, I was with the Hispanic girl. You weren't dating them all, were you? So there's always that type of thing where we have to be careful. We don't just paint everybody with uh, this broad brush when it's when we're only dealing about maybe the one or two people that we dealt with. The second part of this, which I actually find more interesting, is that see, you gotta watch people like Lonnie Love, whatever. So the fact that she would get on TV and know she has a big platform and would say something like this about her own people is very telling to me. Regardless of if she got cheated on by 16 black dudes or whatever, the fact that she would get on TV and internet and come out her mouth to say black men are cheaters and then talk, you know, then she thought she was getting deep talking about, oh, there's some slavery. Stop it. First of all, you're way off cold, fam. What are you doing? Do you see your uh, your boyfriend, uh, your white boyfriend, does he get on some sort of national platform? I, I, I dated white women before. I, all white women ain't good. Uh, I'm only dating his sisters now. Does he throw his people under the bus? I guarantee you never will. Do you see other celebrity white women come out their mouth on TV? Even if they know, well, he, he molested the kids and then it was his rapist, the child rapist, and, and they've been shooting up the schools. All white men ain't good like that. They, they're terrible murderers. Do they come out their mouth going hard like that? No. Do they TV shows even allow them to come out their mouth like that? 
No. So you better really watch how they even let her get talking like that on TV and the fact that she would do it herself. I, I would very much be careful about being around somebody like that. Look at the level of how she would throw her own people under the bus on such a broad platform and, and want to double down on in the same show. I'm good, sis. You need to go sit down. Sit, go over there and sit down with Oprah or whoever. Fuck out of here. That, that shit is terrible to me. You, you look stupid. If you think that they, if you think that they going to be caping for you when the shit gets hot, guarantee you, you'll be fired off that show. <laughs> Lickety split. And you'll be back to flipping burgers somewhere or doing somebody's hair. They're not, you ain't white. They don't, <laughs> just because you dating no boy. <laughs> you think, <laughs> you that's think like that, thin, that's not like a thin quote. <laughs> you you think they gonna stop it? All you got you up there is propped up to spill all this filth because they rather have you say it than it, and you feel right for the trap. You think you're doing something smart? You're not. You look stupid as fuck. Even even if what you said was true. I'm just saying, even if the fact that you would get on it and, and condemn your own people on TV is one of the most backwards type of shit I've ever seen. Whoever, does, no one else does that. Do the Asians get on there and slam each other? Do the Mexicans get on there and slam each other? Ah, they hold each other down. Do they get up there and say, we're going to catch Zimmerman? Zimmerman's the word. No, nah, I don't say shit. Not as a surprise. I mean, we got diamonds and silks. We got Pastor Darnell's out here. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. So that's what you gotta watch out for. She sits right next to them, man. She sit right next to him. And Jesse Peterson, that dude. Oh, he's he's a comic. He's a comic. So I, I don't like I say, man. She, yeah, that's that's ridiculousness, man. Ridiculous. All men cheat. First of all. You're talking about motherfuckers with money. If a man that's got a lot of money, is he more prone to cheat? You better believe it. Don't know if he's black, white, the, was Dar- David Sterling, all these other motherfuckers out here. These, these dudes with, if you, the white dudes with money is out here, uh, me too and everybody. <laughs> Do you blame all white men for me too? No, you put Cosby in jail. So stop this! <laughs> Why are you jumping out, tap dancing hard in front of them? They don't, they don't need your help. You don't getting no props for that. Like you think they're gonna give you your own show or something? I'm just trying to understand the play. It makes no sense. And if he can go on a micro level, if the sisters want to hold black men accountable for other black men doing fuck shit, can y'all hold yourself accountable? Because if we can go out, like, I mean, like Mike, you were talking about that. What was her name? Uh, that the chick that was messing with Snoop, and you was like, "Yeah, she trash." I don't understand why I, you look at Snoop sideways for even hitting that. If we can meet a woman, maybe go out a couple times, determine that chick is trash. Sisters, y'all can do the same with these trash ass dudes out here. But nah, y'all keep it going, and then you want to say, "All oh, men, all black men are trash." Well, you gotta, see, look you gotta be careful. You, you kind of doing the same. It, it's not all sisters. It's her ass. All sisters ain't going out saying this. 
she said it on TV. I'm talking about her. So, yeah, I'm not. It, it, we're not gonna generalize it. Uh, we just gotta watch out for these. I'm gonna say it, these coons that get on TV talking stupid, and she's one of them with that comment. Man, that that shit is wrong. It's it don't make no sense. It's just propaganda. It's all black men are cheaters, huh? I mean, it just sounds stupid. Sounds stupid. You talk about people, you're talking about a rich dude being around and people throwing it at him. Yeah, he's a magnet for that. Now, I will say the one thing I liked about the, the, the Kevin Hart show, which I thought was very cool about it, was, and we always talk about this when we when brothers be messing up, like, how come their boys don't never hold him down? Kevin Hart has those accountability brothers with him. He got like what, four or five, what do they call them? Paper cup boys or something? Yep. Some of them are comedians. Some of them are, one of them is a trainer. One does his, uh, does his hair and the other ones are comedians. But they travel with him to hold him down. Now, what's interesting is that time when he cheated on his wife that was on he was video, not, he wasn't he was with them. Solo. Yeah, they yep. wasn't with him. And he went out by himself in the club and got caught up. And it was very interesting because when you see them in the show, they're like, yo, man, we... I don't know. Kev called talking about we're going to go to Vegas. And I was like, yo, man, I got a wife. I can't just drop everything. I ain't going to be able to make it, blood. And the other dudes couldn't make it. With it. So he was out there wilding in the club. We ain't supposed to be there. And he's a magnet. Of course, he's going to get caught up. And he did. But otherwise, he has his boys to shield him from that foolishness or to get at his ass. And be like, don't do that, Kevin. That ain't you. You looking stupid. And they have the... And he has the respect to them where he allows them to speak into him and to get at his ass like that. There was a very interesting segment on there where they almost, well, actually I found that they did come to blows. They didn't show that part of the show, but they got to fighting. Kev and the trainer dude, cause Kev was kind of badgering old boy. Uh, talking about, they was talking about finances and Kev was like, do you own a home though? And his boy, you know, he was his ego. Well, I work every day, Kev. I don't need you. You know, I, 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 got, I got jobs. I got money coming in. Yeah, but do you own a home, though? If you couldn't work no more, what would you do? And homeboy's like, well, fuck you, Kevin. You can't tell. You know, he got into that. And apparently, and they, they about to start fighting. Now, I saw a different interview where his other homeboys that was there said they actually did come to blows. This is on a plane that this happens, a private jet. They started <laughs> fighting. But they said... What was happening was they were going back and forth about the finances and then the camera was in the other dude's face and the dude knocked the camera out and Kevin was like, oh man, you acting like a bitch. You a bitch. You agreed to be on camera and dude was like, now we, we all grown black men and, and no matter how much money you got, ain't going to be but too many bitches thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, we'll get at Kevin and he know that. So he just got, he said, oh boy, hit Kevin and then and this dude, we're talking about a dude that's like six something and he's a body, a bodybuilder dude versus a little ass Kevin Hart. But he said, even Kevin, when he got hit, Kevin came back and rushed old boy. And this was going down while they in the air and there's a little plane. So the plane was shaking and shit. That's why when you see in the TV show, the cops came at the end. But he said, but you see, they squashed it all out. But I say all that to say, that's how you kind of have to do it, man. If you on that level of Kevin or when you celebrity catch and you, you black dude out here, young and popping you need to have your peoples that can hold you down and keep you away from the foolishness 
uh, that you can get caught up into because it got too much riding on the line uh, otherwise. And I like that's one part I liked about the Kevin thing because he showed his boys and they weren't like yes men to him. You know, they was checking his ass and they were clown. They was just to me, it reminded me a lot of the discord because they was going in. <laughs> all back and forth but not, nobody was in their feelings you know it's like oh that's my y'all you talking shit oh, i got you okay yeah you know they had that camaraderie amongst each other and that's dope because obviously kevin needs that because when they're not around he he risks it all <laughs> right uh and old girl could have easily have left him and took all his shit all his little half his little money but uh anyway yeah lonnie love I want to re- maybe she might come. You never know. A lot of times happen. There's so much backlash. They come back with the, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. My thing is, is when she, when she looks back on this, how does she ever expect any black male actors or male celebrities to come on that show? Oh, they'd be on there. I mean, at the end of the day, it's probably just going, well, I'm just doing it for promotion. But I would just be looking at her sideways the whole time. Like, I don't even want to hear from you. I would agree, but they'd be on there. The power of the clout and the promotion is too heavy. You you can go on these you go on these shows and you know people suckers or they talk about hey I gotta get I got my business I taking care of business I leave my feelings out of it. They'll be on there <laughs> <laughs> laughing, huffing, joking, laughing, and joking. But uh, real, does anybody else got anything to add to this? I got I got, I got one more thing I gotta ask y'all. Uh, Q Storm, you there? I'm here. Question for you. Uh huh. <laughs> how would you? How would you? Oh, re- yeah, this is gonna be some. <laughs> <laughs> how Don't would you? Re- how would you react? Yes. If I gifted you. Don't even play. I'm out of the games. <laughs> I was like, yo, man, I. I think your Amazon shipment should arrive right now. Knock on your door. Ding dong. Here you go, sir. You that open reflects it. more on you than me. <laughs> What'd you say? That would reflect more on you than me. Oh, well, of course it would. Yeah. But how would you feel if I gave you a cast? You still going to go there? Yeah, I am going there. <laughs> if I gave you a cast of my ass and balls. Okay. Would you be like, <laughs> oh, this is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would light you up with a Discord chat. <laughs> I, I'd have, I take half your earnings. I'd be, I'd be like, you want this shit to go public? What the fuck? Well, see, that's the funny thing because they made that shit public. Like this, and I'm talking about Charlemagne, DJ MV, Breakfast Club. Hey, it's one thing to joke about Tony M, but I'm not sitting. <laughs> I'm trying to understand how is that when did we get to that point where because first of all I'm more even confused this grown man actually went to some place to make a mole of his ass and ball like how I'm assuming it's not an actual mold of his uh, hindquarters and nuts <laughs> I'm assuming he just bought him at some sort of sex shop and said that. I I, I don't know. Do they sell things like that? I, I have no idea. That's the level. Of, 
The sex shops now, they have molds of guys' ass and balls hanging? I would assume so. Oh, okay. They got sex dolls. Uh, I guess you may be right. That's some wild. Well, okay, so maybe, I don't know, if maybe it's not his actual thing. But then to, I, I was trying to figure out what was the play. Is it, why, uh, that's so confusing. To me, you're at work. Like if there was a, if it was Charlemagne and it was the girl, uh, Angela Yee, wouldn't they automatically be like, yo, you're out of line. That's sexual harassment at work like if you couldn't go to your job and hey guy got your Christmas gifts my balls and ass on the mold <laughs> <laughs> like the Christmas party you'd be like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> you're out of here you know what I'm saying <laughs> it's just it's so I don't I was trying to understand and then the fact that they made it as a YouTube video and they tried to make it like they put it out yeah, that's how it came out. They put that oh, shit out. Recorded that shit. It's part of their show. That's what uh, I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know what they, what was, I guess it was funny. I guess they, he has, they assumed that shit is funny. Ha ha. But I, I just, try, I was boggled. Like, I was like, man, it seems like a, such a risky thing in the Me Too world that you would come with some very sexual thing. Like, again, if you was at the job and some man gave a woman his balls and uh, his dick mold as a statue that's your last day of working ain't it like I just, I, it's a wild shit it's, I guess is it because they're two dudes it's okay or? Well, is it an inside joke what made it funny that's, well, that's what I'm asking yeah I agree with you I don't know and I mean funny in the ha ha sense hilarious I guess you have to play it as funny, right? But, other, but still, like even jokes, there are just certain jokes you don't say on the work at the workplace. Like I get okay, I'm like, did did what was it? DJ Envy and Charlemagne, those are the two guys. Yeah, maybe Envy said, "Man, I will whoop your ass in a game of one on one," and so he does that to say, "All right, go ahead and whoop it." Or so, even then, the joke is still risky. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to help him out. How do we get it? Uh, I don't know. Ant, Mark, any words? I got nothing for you, man. <laughs> Big sexy. You know. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Mark this day. You're, you're speechless? <laughs> Not a question of being speechless. It's like, dude, why are you giving me a mold of your, of your equipment? You know, what kind of weird... I, I withdraw the word weird. What kind of uh, message are you sending me, man, behind the scenes? No, that's weird, Mark. You can say it. that's weird. <laughs> you know, no so I don't really do. Nobody intimidate you. <laughs> it's weird. Like, what are, you, what are you trying to get at, man? Now, again, that's a conversation they need to have in private. You know, because, like, like Mike said, this is a workplace. <clears throat> if he did that, <clears throat> excuse me, to Angela, he's fired. And they're getting sued and losing a lot. So no, man, no, N not a good look at all. Yeah, it's. I wonder if he had to uh, ask management first before he did it, because I would think from an HR perspective, it doesn't matter if it was to Angela or whoever. It's anybody. You 
you're creating a thing at our work. Like it almost is like on principle, we're going to have to discipline you because if anybody else on the job does this, if I let you ride with that, then it opens the door. Well, yeah, Charlemagne was on the radio on, <laughs> on video and they promoted. So I figured I could give one to Stacy down the mailroom of my dick. Like, that's, no. it was a joke. I mean, HR let that fly. How come I can't? So you're opening it up to just a whole bunch of madness, man. Like Doctor Strange was <laughs> multiverse madness. <laughs> you know that remind, it reminds me of what was it a couple of years ago or last year? You, I think you posted something up about uh, this rapper who went on a show that was a Funk Master Flex was hosting and started doing this rap and started putting Funk Master Flex's name in more and more. Oh yeah, what was that? And my man was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's some wild stuff. Charlemagne's starting the year off. Wow. That's why I can't wait. Somebody has to. Well, actually, Tiffany Haddish did sort of jokingly mention it to him when she was up there. But I want to. I'd be like, bro, before we start, like, first question that people want to know, what the, what the fuck was that? <laughs> what part of the game? <laughs> the breakfast can wait club, nigga. What are you, what are you doing? Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Like I said, if I if I ever, or if y'all ever, Mike, don't even say stop. I'm, stop. I am clown to the highest levels of clowntivity. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm making them. Yeah, that was wild, man. I, shocking, shocking. Um, any, I, I, anything I'm forgetting? I'm probably forgetting stuff. Some other stuff we need to talk about. Uh, this week, PBS aired the Dave Chappelle induction into the Mark Twain. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, for the Mark Twain Award for comedy. Show yeah. was great. I saw Show his. Great. Yeah, I saw his uh, speech. That was really good. You know, Dave Chappelle is uh, really that guy. Now, here comes the shade for me. Wasn't that Monique who said she was the highest uh, awarded comedian out there? Where's hers? Mm. Thank you. She does have an Oscar. I don't think the Mark Twain Award for Humor is higher than the Oscar. Well, the Oscar is for like acting, right? Yeah. In right. the comedy world, yeah, it kind of is. They don't just give those out every year, man. But the highest awarded, she's, I would say she, that's still higher than what Dave got, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. I, I, I just know <clears throat> in terms of the bankroll, <laughs> where, where, what matters, <laughs> you got a little way to go. Along with me. But hey, salute to Monique, man. So when's the last time she's worked officially now? Stop. Oh, it's uh, been a minute. I don't know. <laughs> she might be doing stuff we just don't hear about, but I know she got a lawsuit, though. So maybe she might get a bag, right? <laughs> you talking about shit they do in the San Fernando Valley? Huh? Blue Angel Productions. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, the market for everything, Mike. Hey, <laughs> work at the post office. 
Uh, it's so funny. There's a headline one past mine that says Jack Jackson's five. Jackie and Tito Jackson go back to Indiana for high school performance. Oh no! Oh no! Stop! <laughs> Why are you laughing, man? Just the two of them. Uh, apparently so. Yeah, they performed at a high school. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I guess they went to some school and did something for the kids. I, I can't be mad at that. That's good. Man. You, I bet you there was a, a lot of disappointed kids. Well, it says wow. the brothers returned to Indiana to visit students at the West Side Leadership Academy in their native hometown of Gary. So they're giving back, man. All right. That's, that's, that's dope, actually. Yeah, they, they legends, man. Stop it. Janet couldn't go? I mean, somebody? Who? Janet? She wasn't part of Jackson 5? But she's part of the Jackson. She's from Gary. Yeah, but they, they look at the Jackson 5, the ones who started this shit, man. They're, they're <laughs> legends, man. Come on, stop it. See how we uh, do our own people? Hold on. I, uh, yeah, whatever. See, see. I'd rather see Janet than what's left of the Jackson 5 right now. I'll I, I tell you that right now. Wow. I love I Janet. I, 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 her show, from what I've seen, I'm kind of cool, but I would love to meet Tito and Jackson, Jackie, man, if they came to something. Oh, man, yeah, y'all. but we went out in our 50s. These, we're talking about high school kids. Yeah, this, but they went back home to Gary, man. They, they probably say, look, this is, we came from here, y'all. Look what we came from. You know what I'm saying? We, we, was, we started this shit. You know? And to be fair, high school kids, they, they don't know Janet like that anymore. She ain't been popping for a minute. That's true. I don't know if that's true. I, I would have thought that, but I go into uh, grocery stores and delis and stuff, and you hear the music on the Muzak system, and it they don't know, know who that is. Probably they know oh, the song. They will be playing a Prince track from uh, uh, Purple Rain, or they'll play a, uh, right. a a Michael track, and these young kids are singing these songs. I I I, I was saying they know the songs. I don't know if they know who those people are. I remember I used to hear songs when I was a kid. I had no idea who those people were, but I knew those songs. How do they know the songs? I don't know who the people are behind them because it's only Shit, audio. You that. Yeah, it's only audio playing. How would they know who that is? When I was a kid, and I all those songs I knew from back in the day that were from time before me, I didn't know who those people were, but I knew those songs. Q, who sings "You're No Good"? You're no good. You're no. Oh, Linda yeah. Ronstadt. And when did you learn that? Oh, shut up, Mark. <laughs> 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 Point score. Now it's racial. Oh, <laughs> okay, counselor, I doff my hat to you. Fine. Damn, Fine. That's a rare, this is a rare one. Boy. That's but, a rare one there. <laughs> I, I would say this. Linda Ronstadt is not on the radar of young kids today, but Michael Jackson, Prince, Bruce, Madonna, they still are. No, they're not. I, do, I disagree. I, I disagree. Okay. I just sadly, I would say they're not where I think they would be. Just looking when I went to, I don't know if I'm saying that, I went to the Prince exhibit. They actually, I think it's over now. They had it at the uh, Pop Culture Museum here in Seattle. And just walking through that and seeing people's reactions through as they went through that, some of that, I could tell some of them had no idea. Some had a, they knew who Prince were. But the kids and stuff, I'm like, fuck about that shit. I'm like, huh? 
how old were these kids? Would you say? Oh man, it was all ages. Uh, so it, it would have been anything from five to all the way up to what sixteen. You know, even my own kids, for instance, uh, we were in. Of course, I'm a, we going through this goddamn, and they had the purple rain motorcycle sitting there, and they like get on it. I'm like, oh, of course, I'm getting you. Are you serious? I'm getting on this bitch. Take my picture. And I was like, my son, man, get on the bike. Nah. Well, you better get on this. Ah, dad. Uh, Auburn, get on the. Get, she's 60. Get on the bike. Nah, that's okay. Nah. I'm like, huh? Do you understand the cultural significance? They don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. But they exactly. know who Prince is. They know who the they know what the bike I'm is. I'm saying they well they know who Prince is. Obviously they're gonna know who it is. But do they have any interest or you say do they even care? They could give a fuck. I mean, let's be honest. When when take it back to the '80s, uh, who were we checking for? What, Run DMC, Prince, Madonna, Michael Jackson. You think we was really caring about the Beatles and Rolling Stones and Elvis? True. I I didn't care. I know some people may. I I could give a eek about them. I knew some of their songs because it was playing all the time in pop culture, but I didn't. If I would have walked through Grace, I would have been like, I don't want to go to Grace now. Why would I want to see that crap? Yep. I, don't, yep. I, I think it's different. We're talking about a black affectation versus a, a non black affectation. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, were, were you checking for Aretha Franklin and Shaka Khan and Patty Bill over? I knew them. No, no, you said they care about them. So I'm asking, you were caring about them at that level? I never said that. I said they knew who they were. I never said care. Okay. Okay. I said, we've already moved the goalpost from it not being just generally about artists, but to black artists only. So you you win that. What I said to Michael Dean was, how do they not how do they know the song and not know the artist? I didn't say anything about they care about them and that bullshit. I said they know who the artist is. They might not be able to cite a Wikipedia history, but they know, oh, that's Prince. Oh, that's the guy, that Michael Jackson thriller guy. Well, actually, I think they know so more so know the song. I mean, I have no idea who's singing. Just as I remember back in the day, I, I knew certain songs. I had no clue who these people were until later. I may have saw a video or something. Oh, that's a person who sings this song. I had no idea. Isn't there? What's that one song? And it's a it's a meme. It's a song we all thought was a black person singing it. Oh yeah, Bobby Kawa. You trying to do for love? Yeah, I know that song back and forth. Even as an adult, I had no idea. Why, boy? I'm like, if an adult don't know this shit, most you in the goalpost. I knew it was Bobby Caldwell. That doesn't mean I knew Bobby Caldwell was white or black. That's my point. Oh my I'm CS again. As I said earlier, I'm not dealing with the race thing. You win on that. I'm saying that most people will know songs, but they may not know who the hell sings them. So when you say, somebody said Tito and uh, Jackie came, they would say, well, hey, these guys are from your hometown. They're from the Jackson 5. I can only assume if you're from that area, that must hold some weight because it's probably the biggest thing that come out of there. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But I would imagine that may play a little bit better to these kids. And they would, so they would appreciate a Tito. That's my point. You just disproved that. When you said you, I would consider to be uh, all the people I know. Mm -hmm. When I say I know, not not personally, but know of, who have anything to do in the sphere of Prince, you are probably the biggest. 
Okay. Your own kids said, fuck that bike. Right, because so, Prince is not a, I'm talking about the hometown. Again, let me do like you do. You talk, and I'm talking about racing. I'm talking about the hometown. So in the hometown of Gary, Indiana, it probably has more weight. So it's not treated as just some general thing. Same way with here if it was in Seattle. If somebody came to a high school today and said, hey, uh, what's the guy from, he's in Foo Fighters yeah. now, but of course he's from Nirvana. He's a big thing here locally. Dave Grohl? Dave Grohl. I'm sure they would be like, Oh, it's Dave Grohl from Nirvana is coming into Rainier Beach High School, local high school. That's going to have some weight. Is that generations removed from these kids? Of course. But they know Nirvana is a big deal in Seattle and it's still celebrated here. So they would probably be like, yeah, I would. Dave Grohl is the shit. Or I know who that is. I appreciate that. As opposed to if you brought in somebody else because they know who he is. Or some kids may not know other people. They may be like the same way with Kenny G. He's a hometown hero. Kenny, G, Kenny G's coming to your high school. He's from this area. I know you've heard of him. Oh, okay. Or the same thing with Quincy Jones, right? He's from Seattle. He ain't popping now, but you might know who that is. And here's some of the work that he's done. They're going to be like, yeah. So That's I'm, what saying, I'm saying what I'm saying is I don't think, I don't think it matters if Tito and who Randy are from Gary. I don't Jackie. think I don't Jackie. I don't think it. They, any high school kids would give a damn. But if you said Janet Jackson, oh Janet, oh okay, I didn't know she was from here. That's even better. But Jack, Jackie, and Tito, fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I, I don't agree, but I hear what you're saying. All um, right, okay. It's the same way. I actually, you know, there was a, like I said, I, I used Quincy because that was a real life example. Like they got shit named Quincy Jones here at the at a high school here. And I know, like, he was far removed from my generation, and it happened after that. And I know they, it was a big deal to those kids and stuff, uh, because obviously he's a big guy, but it was because he was from here. And most people might not even, some of them might not even realize he was from here that deep. But I think hometown people do matter to, to those people. That's, you may feel Janet, probably, maybe so. She's a hometown person as well. I just think any of those Janet would be a big deal to people who are from that area because they know who the Jacksons are. Did you need to have the last word? Okay. So anyway, yeah. Jackie, Tito, salute to those legends. They are legends. Mm-hmm. Why, why are we... Sorry? Is Latoya still alive? I believe so. Okay, I'm just checking. Reby? You got Google, you tell <laughs> Shit, I don't know. <laughs> Google's nigga. <laughs> I'm going to leave that family alone. I'm sorry. And again, it wasn't about the Jackson family. It was about the Jackson Five. Exactly. Which high school yeah. okay. don't care about. But okay. There you go. Let, let's, let, let's let our people be great. How about that? I um, think they're great. Any, 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 guys, any I other topics you got? Agree. <clears throat> any other topics you got out there? All right. I'm looking through uh, the Discord. Go ahead. I got a question. Why is it such a fucking big deal that uh what's his name? Prince Harry and Meghan Markle want to step away from all that bullshit and why why are people losing their goddamn minds over that? Good question. You're not going to pump it up, Mike. Damn. Okay. Well, I don't I don't have the answer to that, but uh I can only um, assume I know very little of these people 
Uh, but I guess it's a big deal because he say he's leaving the royal family, right? That's a they treat that as a big deal. Like, are you a prince or a queen? You stepping out of that, and you well, got a bl- black wife, and you still—I <laughs> would imagine to them that is a hell of a big deal. <laughs> they, drove, they, drove, they drove them out. Well, again, maybe they're, and I'm just throwing the bait in the water. It's not perfect. Maybe they're on their cue storm, right? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> And what does that mean? Well, the, we started this whole show. Oh, we we're prop. talking about, you know, you, you don't want to have your son to have some, any sort of self-hate by dating an outsider's <laughs> race. Maybe <laughs> they're looking at it the same way. They being the royal family? Exactly. Didn't somebody yeah. say they drove him out or something? No, no, no. I'm saying that the royal family is upset that they are leaving. Sure. I'm just saying maybe there, there may be some backlash to the fact that he married a black woman. And, and again, I don't know, but I'm just throwing I wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility, right? That's not coming from the royal family, though. Well, I mean, they're going to put that again, you think they're going to put that in the public eye if that was true? <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. They're not going to be racist in front of you. That's not... <laughs> I don't think it is in their best interest to put that narrative out there like that. They they put everything else out. They they want them to stay in the royal family. Oh, of course they do. Of yeah. course, no, no, that, like you say, water is wet. Of course. <laughs> so does it make sense that they are upset that they are leaving? To me, I don't know. They're still part of the family. They they just don't want their titles. I have no idea. Like I said, I, I don't have the answers. You asked the question. Um, yeah, I was just looking for a topic for you. Shit. Okay, let's move on. No, we're talking about it. Don't be mad if I don't have the answer. I mean, I, let's, let's have some of the other guys ju- jump in too. How about that? The thing that's, that's interesting to me is that when Megan got married, all black Twitter was, uh, they had a whole party talking about, yeah, we got a black princess in the, we got a black woman in the royal family, which I'm like, yeah, but that black woman ain't your ass. What the fuck are you so hyped about? <laughs> <laughs> so now she's leaving. They're like, yeah, that's right. You don't need the royal family. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought y'all was hyped for this shit. Now y'all like, y'all fuck the royal family? Which one is it? Make up your mind. Mm. Well. Hey, I salute old boy. He's holding down his wife. You know, like got to man. That's that's, what's, should, that's yeah. the, the story here. He's got to go with the queen. Baby, you want to leave? We're out of here. That's yeah. simple. But what I really like is how they say, "Well, now they will have to find their own support now financially." <laughs> really, <laughs> really, they're worried about that, are they? Shit, you never know. You don't know what kind of pull the royal family got, right? How is that all right? Gary, would you come speak at our high school for 500,000 pounds? That accent is terrible. Oh, he's from London. They're coming back. They're, doing, they're coming back. <laughs> oh, the, high kids, the high school kids will love it. Keep strong, ladies and gentlemen. Do they keep, need to keep doing that accent. That's funny. Hilarious. Hey man, I mean, she's big. They're big news, though, man. I mean, any move they make, they be all over the news and stuff. I guess it's still always there's always gonna be a fascination with you know kings and queens and the princes, you know that whole royal type of thing. People get off on that kind of stuff, man. So, I mean, on the one hand, I kind of get it because being in that public eye with the royal family, he saw what his mother went through, or he learned about what his mother went through. So he's like. 
to me, it kind of comes off like ah, I'm kind of over all this stuff. But on the other hand, as a Negro that ain't ever been in that situation, I'm looking like ain't no mm-hmm, good enough to give me to denounce any of that. <laughs> I like to meet some, but but again, I'm I'm just a poor broke Negro in Los Angeles that ain't never been at all that. I don't understand all all that it takes to be a Mustard Well family. But I couldn't give it up. Well, I agree. You know, hey man, when they put it on you, they put it on. <laughs> and when you got all that at stake. Old girl gonna put it on. <laughs> so she probably like, yeah, you ain't never had. Let me go ahead and show you what's really popping because I'm gonna get, I'm securing my destiny. <laughs> so, you know, when it's a black and berry, the sweet. I mean, and, and part of me is just thinking, like, that's that's your legacy. Like, how do you just walk away from that? But again, hey, I, I ain't been in that. I think he's, he's a what, man. 32 years old. He's so. a man, he, because he's a man, you dig? And it's just like, you know what? My legacy starts with me. And if my family's bugging, I take my queen, my family, my kids, and we out. We start our own thing. So I, I, I salute him, man. You know, well, he's, like, he's like, fuck all that, what y'all thought. This is my family. I am the man here. This is my, this is my household. My wife ain't feeling this. I got a kid here. I got to be holding to that. And so that's they have, he's associated her for like being the Yoko Ono. That's I'm what ready. the haters do. Haters will do that. Calling it Megxit. Oh, like, yeah. that's, uh, <laughs> <sighs> hey man, he, hey. salute to the old boy. He'll get it. He'll get a job. He must click in anyway. Stop. Like, that's oh, what what's I'm he going? What's he going? Man, he's this shit. This whole world is made. They, they good. Trust me. He ain't gonna be working at Popeyes. He's gonna be working the, the second shift with your monkey ass. He's straight. You know, he ain't gonna. He ain't gonna be working the fucking warehouse job, and she ain't gonna be gaining weight and looking crazy. They stay straight. Amazon. Yeah, they ain't gonna be working the warehouse Amazon job delivering packages. He can so. get a seven figure <laughs> talking you about know, advance on a book alone. Yeah, exactly. Both of them could shit. Okay, so they got money opportunities out there. They're not oh, gonna yeah. be out there on skid row. Nah, that's straight, man. They're gonna so be on they- the Obama stuff and they're gonna have the mm-hmm. speaking tours if they want. They probably yep. have a bankroll on a show? Netflix yeah. show. He any probably a lot of these companies would roll over backwards to have him be on the board or spokesperson. They, they're straight. What, man. One of y'all post was it one of y'all or uh, I forget where I saw it on Facebook maybe, but the, someone took the picture from Coming to America and put his face over Eddie Murphy's face. Hilarious. <laughs> Well, I just hope uh, Megan don't get too out of pocket with her mouth because, you you know, low-key, you saw what they did to Diana. So they do it to your black ass. Saw what they did to who? Diana, Princess Diana. Oh, yeah. There's conspiracy yeah. theorists out there saying that they got her killed because she uh, um, besmirched the crown by getting a divorce. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's business. But yeah, there you go. Um, also, real quick, uh, c- go back to Lizzo for a second. Oh, do uh, we have? To? Yeah, just real quick. Real quick. <laughs> what, what was the lady? Is it Julian Michaels? 
Jillian Michaels. Jillian Michaels. Jillian Michaels came out. Now, it's so funny. I don't know much about her. What I the only way I really know her is when I used to work work at Target and I was, you know, in electronics. And she just had like almost a whole row of videos. I always remember seeing her. I was like, who's this white lady doing all these videos? She on her Jane Fonda. Because they was just like, they was moving, but they was selling. But anyway, I know she's like a fitness guru type thing or whatever. But I guess she was on a show and a lady, somehow they got to speaking about Lizzo. There's two white ladies. And hey, she's like, well, why are we talking about her? How come we're not talking about her music? Why are we not talking about how her body looks? And I'm paraphrasing. And she was basically saying like, it's not going to be funny if she has like diabetes or something like that. And she, you know, all hell broke loose, I guess, off of those comments. Um, because people felt like she's fat shaming her, I guess. Um, here's my honest take of what she said. And again, my limited view of Lizzo and, and this lady. This lady is a, is a fitness type person. And it doesn't look like she sugarcoats her statements. I don't disagree with anything she said. I don't think she said it maliciously. Uh, obviously, she comes from a different background in terms of when she looks at health and stuff than most people. And she made it a point to say, I'm not down in her. I think she's good. But her weight, overweight, being overweight could be an issue. We shouldn't probably celebrate that. We should just be talking about her music. I don't really see what was bad about that. Now, it may not make certain people feel good. But, you know, some adults ain't in the feel good business. <laughs> Again, it'd be different. I thought she was being derogatory to her. But I don't think she said it in a hateful way. I don't think it was shade either, personally. But that's just my thought. What do you guys think? Houston, what do you think? I don't think it was shade either. But sometimes people can't hear the truth. Like when I talk, when you... Whenever we don't want to talk about uh, respectability politics or black on black crime, that's what that's what sets us off. Hey, what about black on black crime? That's what sets us off, you know. <laughs> the truth hurts White mama fuck up, but what about black on black crime? <laughs> no, I'm saying a lot of people don't want to hear truth, even though it needs to be heard. Okay. So I don't think she said anything wrong. She's being honest. Mm. And she's a fitness trainer. Right, right. And Lizzo, she's got these songs talking about her hair talks, checking her nails, walking out on a guy if you don't if he don't love you anymore. Damn, then according, according to what y'all were saying, what does she do? She goes and cries. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, he, he laughed when you said according to what? <clears throat> I was saying Lizzo, she is obese. And she puts out these songs, they're great songs. She talks about empowerment, checking her nails, walking out the door if a man don't love her anymore and uh, you could have had a bad bitch and this and that. But then she goes and cries on Instagram. So, you know, make some changes then. Accept the truth. What was she crying on Instagram about? I thought I, didn't you, well last time we spoke, you all were saying that she posted something on Instagram where she Broke down into tears or something like that. Because, I don't remember that. Yeah, she was responding to the the, the basketball incident thing, the outfit. Oh right, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and she was saying, you know, at first she started, you know, I'm basically living my best life, and y'all mad, isn't that? And third, y'all, I'm unbothered. 
But then she got emotional and started crying. So some were questioning, like, how unbothered were you really? Now, she, Lizzo has come out and spoke about, uh, or spoke to Julian and basically said, she said, uh, what'd she say? If you have my name in your mouth and you also have my pussy in your mouth and enjoy the taste or something. It's just real wild. Yeah, well, I, you know, type. I don't know. That's saying it's not going to catch on. I don't think. Yeah, that's. Uh, well, I hope it's not. A little ratchet, but yeah, I don't know. Like I said, you don't need to say all that. Like, yeah. Again, me personally, I think Lizzo's dope. I didn't know much about her music, but I saw her performance when she was on with Eddie Murphy on uh, Saturday Night Live. It was the first time I actually heard her music. I was, I was like, oh, this shit is tight. Like, she got a band and everything. I see why she's popping. And I was like, okay, this shit is dope. I'm not with all the antics, but you know, that's, hey, that's day business. Uh, but I just feel like she's not going to get to that <coughs> upper echelon level talking like that. But, uh, oh, I'm sorry. You dig what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't have to get on, you know, get on that Beyonce and that, that high. They don't be re- responding to all the rhetoric, they just put the music out and get bags and, and keep rising. They don't have time to be, you know, saying all that reckless type of talk. I, I don't, I don't think that's going to work in the long run, but again, I could be wrong. I just, I don't think that's the playbook. And actually big sexy said something earlier. I forget what the topic was we were talking about, but he said, some people just need to shut the fuck up and put in the work. And I'm thinking I'm looking at Lizzo and I'm looking at Adele. Adele was a big woman. She put in the work, number one singles, Grammys, Oscar, whatever, uh, Oscars, Grammys, not Oscars, but Grammys, right? She lost the weight. She had, she had, she didn't have to say nothing to nobody. She did it, did the work, lost the weight. And now people are complaining that she's too skinny. So, just shut the fuck up and do what you want to do. Just shut the fuck up and do it. But isn't that what Lizzo's doing? No, she's putting Instagram videos up every time somebody says something that she doesn't like. But she's doing the work. If you don't like it, then lose the weight. Maybe take some advice. Lose a little bit of weight. It's not. Why is that a bad thing to hear? It's your health that we're, that, well, I'm not, but people are concerned. I think she's getting all the heat about her weight because she initially made it an issue, you know, by the way she's dressing and the, the size quadruple X thongs and all that shit that she's been <laughs> talking about. And like, yeah, I'm a bad bitch. Look at me and all this. Okay. We're looking at you. And if you keep like sticking it. your head up above the crowd like that, people are going to throw a rock at it. And that's just the way it is. You know, she put this in the spotlight. When she did that, it became okay for people to be critical about it. So if you can't deal with that, exactly. don't put it out there. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. And you want to say something? <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. Uh, Go ahead, my people. <laughs> Well, like I said, man, um, much success to Lizzo. Do your thing. Study the greats. 
see how they move. It's a different playing field, though, because you have social media now, and they didn't have that back in the day. So I get it. There's a the temptation to want to respond to, you know, people saying shit about you. I would just, again, I would say study, study the game, you know, study uh, large corporations. That's what she is. In my opinion, she's a business, she's a brand. So how do brands move? How do they historically move? They don't be, you know, they don't try to jeopardize their brand by making brash off the cuff statements. Everything should be uh, taken under careful consideration. So if you want to lash out, run it through your team, put a statement together, then say, you can't tell me the team came up with the solution of say, you know, have my pussy in your mouth. That's, (laughs) that, that don't, that's not a rational bag corporation business minded move and she's a, she's a business so I think she should she should think like that so she can have said that longevity because some of these types of things can come back to haunt you later that's some things when, when we're young we don't be thinking about because you know the same way like with Trump right and his wife if they'd have had the foresight to be like our vision is we're going to be the president and the uh, first lady of the United States old girl wouldn't be posing nude and he wouldn't have been doing a lot of other fuck shit. But when you don't have sort of a vision for yourself and you just run it off the cuff, you know, Lizzo in 20 years, she might be in a position. Again, I'm just throwing it out there. She might be in a position to be a president. You never know. But somebody's going to pull that card and say, oh, this how, is this your queen? And they're going to show the, the basketball thing. They're going to show the talking greasy on that. And that's when you're older and you got more wisdom about yourself, you're going to be like, did I do that? <laughs> did I do that? <laughs> and, and, and sometimes you'll be like, I didn't really, I wasn't thinking. I was just reacting and just, I was just, ah, ah, ah. you know, and that's something where the youth, you know, that's what we talked about <laughs> earlier. They don't, they don't have somebody OG or somebody with some wisdom around them to bounce off these things so that they can move. With you know, with some finesse and wisdom behind it, for just to be reactionary. You don't like how? Well, then you can suck my black dick, nigga. You know, <laughs> I, I, I say something like that, and then, oh, you you's about to uh, be in a corporate position in in, in the board of some big company, and they, um, well, hey, well, is this you, uh, Mr. Dean? Ah, uh, really was on getting me on some shit. God damn it. So, I think musicians get a little bit more of a leeway than than, than that, though. They maybe they do, but I'm talking about I'm talking about you, and we I, again y'all have to agree. But I know with black folks, they don't get the leeway. <laughs> so well, look at you, you always got to, as you say, you better have your pants on right and come to the game proper. They not you know getting all that. It's not fair, but they ain't giving you that leeway. This is how the game go. So you can play that game if you want to, but. Historically, you lose, but go ahead, gamble it off if you if you want to. Again, as we talked about earlier, this, the comments that that lady said they don't make you feel good, and they may not be necessarily fair, but that's the game. Again, she put it out there initially. You know, this wasn't uh, you know just unsolicited. She made it an issue, and again, <clears throat> I've seen her perform a few times and. The clothing she's been performing in, a little scantily clad, not you know, whatever. But if she, anybody who wears that, 
and I hate to say it, but any woman who wears it especially is going to be looked at. And any flaws are going to be amped on. And there you go. Uh, I see I see. Uh, we had a change of heart. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah to pull it out. <laughs> backed, out of the, uh, backed out of the documentary that was talking about uh, uh, the alleged sexual transgressions and harassment and rape allegations against Russell Simmons. Uh, Oprah pulled out of that. Uh, she was no longer going to be executive producer. And I think by her pulling out, it also, uh, I don't say blocks, but that show, that, that, that documentary would not be on Apple Plus or Apple's streaming service either. Because Why does she back out? I think, I don't try and find, I think she was, she, the, the, the statement is, I don't know if that's why she pulled out, but the statement was that I think they had some creative differences, <laughs> right, on the outlook of where it was going. But she wishes them the best of luck type of thing. Somebody can look that up. But uh, behind, you know, if we can look at it on the surface, if somebody like an Oprah decides to pull off of something they was publicly putting out there as such a big thing, there's all, there might be more to it than just some creative differences. Again, she's a brand. She operates as a business. And I don't think she makes no decisions where they like just the best fit for it. Am I getting backlash? You know, I don't know, but it's a big deal that she's, she's dropping off of that. And it sort of limits the visibility of that project now. It's not going to be on a big platform. Because it was going to be on Apple uh, Plus yeah. after it got in uh, the film festivals. Exactly. It was going to get some press. And you take Oprah off that, you lose a lot of that heat. Yeah, Which so. tells me that, you know, maybe there's something to it. Yeah, it says here, she says, I have decided that I will no longer be executive producer on the untitled Kirby Dick and Amy uh, Zingren documentary, and it will not air on <laughs> Apple Plus, uh, Whitney, oh, Whitney. Winfrey said in the statement to Hollywood Reporter. First and foremost, I want it to be known that I unequivocally believe and support the women. Their stories deserve to be told and heard. In my opinion, there is more work to be done on the film to illuminate the full scope of what the victims endured. And it has become clear that the filmmakers and I are not aligned in that creative vision. So that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, she, she's because like, hey, I believe in it, but don't you ain't put my name on it? I ain't got nothing to do with it. Uh, don't associate yeah, I believe, this shit with me. I believe, I believe in it from way back here. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think I don't want to smoke. I think it has to do with leaving Neverland. It might. It, I'm sure. Been okay. some, she got big. She got pushed back. Where Fifty Cent came at her. The game, uh, social media, a lot of people getting at Oprah about that. Uh, I'm sure a lot of the stuff weigh in. And that, that documentary was <clears throat> was seen, came across as one-sided. And she's saying that there's not enough, what did she say, evidence on both sides? What, some, I, got, I thought she read something that indicated she thought it was... <laughs> she didn't say that. No, I'm talking about Oprah, I'm talking about it's one-sided. I almost used the B word. Um, Harple, stop. Because you you looked at that you looked at that film. I think three to four months before it was uh, it went public on HBO. So you up to talking about need something being one sided. You uh, you back the one sided documentary. Now you care about being fair and balanced. Please, I didn't. I, I wasn't saying that's what she said. I think I said I think that's what I heard Mike saying that quote. 
Oh, she's well. She says I equivocally believe and support. The, the stories deserve to be told. Right. It says in my opinion, there's more work to be done in the film to illuminate the full scope of what the victims endured. It's oh, become yeah, right. it's become oh. clear that the filmmakers and I are not aligned in that creative vision. I think over. I mean, she does get on my nerves a little bit, but I think she's just getting slammed way too much because she's doing too much. Yeah, talking too much. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> But Tyler Perry gets to do what he wants. I see. I don't understand. This seems like a double standard to me. Well, no. See, Tyler Perry is not jumping on other people's uh, unsubstantiated claims and and I've using, never heard Tyler using Perry her platform. Anybody? Yeah, yeah, using his platform to push these. That's a big difference, right? But that's why she's okay. But that's why she's maybe that's why she's getting off of this documentary. Maybe. Right? I, they're not doing the same things. But I'm just going back to your point. I still think she is getting a lot of hate for little reason lately. She is annoying. I give you, she is, she has got, she thinks a lot of herself, put it that way. But well, I think shouldn't she's- Shouldn't she when you're at that level? What's that? Shouldn't she when you're at that level? That's what I was about to say. I think she's earned it. That doesn't make her any less annoying, but I don't think she deserves all the hate, the, the, the shade she's been getting. That's fair. I, uh, some black people do. And it's their right to voice that. She doesn't have to acknowledge it if she don't want to, but I assume that matters to her to some degree. And I don't think she wants to smoke at this. At the end of the day, I don't think she... If it, if she don't want her name. To say, I don't want my name attached to this shit, and I'm not going to help you get it on the platform, is pretty powerful. What was the documentary about again? Russell Simmons harassing women? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sexual misconduct. And again, any documentary about Russell, the only question that I would like to ask is about the picture of him and uh, my man in the bed. Okay, I got to look at you and like, why do you need an explanation behind that picture? I mean, that kind of, yo, if he's going to be accused of harassing women (laughs) and we got a picture of him in the bed with a guy, hmm. I'm sorry, I'm like, nah, I don't need an explanation. Thanks for clarification there. And of course, not that there's, there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> uh, no, we, we don't want to get smacked on Discord, Jeff, being homophobic. She did. We said what we said. Yeah. Agreement is not required. The conversation is welcome. What, what was your band on the Mandalorian quill? I have spoken. I have spoken. He's dead now, but hey. Oh, well. It's fictional character. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike got to bring receipts on everything, don't he? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. I mean, you know, listen, the thing is, as I always say, agreement is not required. Now, we can have discussions and debates, but, you know, don't be afraid to talk. You dig? Like, no, you shouldn't be afraid to, to get correction or to offer some it's just that's how that's a natural way people supposed to be everybody ain't always right and everybody ain't always wrong but that don't mean you shouldn't say something unless you're being hateful or something but you know shit like i can't be worried about if i make everybody feel comfortable that's just not i can't conduct myself though i won't say shit so if somebody got issue with what i say they can chop it up with me that's what that's what talking that's what talking is about man 
Now, unless you're the white man that signs my checks, that's different. <laughs> yeah. That's sounding just like a, that sounding more like diamond or more like silk. I'm not sure. Hey, I'll be I'll be that. <laughs> How about that? I'll go talk to some gang members for you. Yeah. So yeah, we get the body count down. What's his name again? That's the Darnell. I'll be the Darnell, the LGBT community, honey. I'm going to talk to the LGB, and we're going to get the body counts down. <laughs> I've been talking to some of the, the, the leaders of the LGBT. <laughs> uh, sit down. Thank you. Ah. That's the pimp pastor, man. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing right now, like. He on the, he's probably on the line with Trump. There was a, I don't have it in front of me. There was a some headline about it was a whole church, a whole black church that supports Trump. Anybody? Did you guys see that yet? Uh, I, I, I read something about a. Uh, I think it was a joke though. A Hispanic church or a church down in South America or something like that. Hmm. Or Central America? I, I can't remember. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Well. Anything else? Anything else? Last call for alcohol. Uh, R. Kelly's concubines. Oh, uh, yeah. They went to blows. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so they were on. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it was. They were throwing. <laughs> Azrael, I forgot her last name, was on IG Live at R. Kelly's apartment and got into it with Joycelyn Savage. Just screaming, being catty, said, You fucked a minor. I'm like, Oh, okay. And then huh? I guess that was, yeah, she told the other girl, You fucked the minor. You and R. Kelly fucked the minor, saying she was underage when they were doing their uh, things. Let's leave it I've been out, know that all along. I'm, I'm, I'm missing something. Okay. She confirmed it. I mean, you can just like you, you can think all you want until you can prove it. It's not fact. So they got. The, I thought they, they were being the, talked together, so they would know then that who was a minor and who wasn't. Right? You thought what? weren't they having sex with R. Kelly at the same time? Go on, yeah. So I'm I'm missing some. So now they're fighting because they just confirmed that one of them was a minor. No, they were fighting because they were just fighting. She just stated on IG Live that she was a minor when they had sexual relations with her essentially incriminated them for statutory rape. It's it's just a big mess, man. Right. I don't feel sorry for any of them. Well I think you should feel sorry I, for I feel sorry for them, but at this point they have both doubled, tripled down as adults and co signed it, you know, and co signed it so much that it's hard to believe anything they say. At this point, and I think one of the girls, I don't know if it was Azrael or Jocelyn, made the mention that she would be working with the feds now, but then she was concerned of her previous testimony and interviews, with, like with Gail King, for instance, would be problematic <laughs> now because she was lying. You know, now, well, she, now she wants to come and tell the truth. I suppose, uh, as they would offer Takashi some sort of deal, they would probably bend over backwards to get her to flip, but it's just... It's just a mess. Well, the reason why I said I feel bad for Azrael is because, I mean, she never, in my opinion, got proper guidance. Her parents 
after everything, after the original sex tape where R. Kelly came out, after the trial, they took her to an R. Kelly concert. And then essentially, yeah, you can go ahead and try to work, do some type of music with her. And it's like, okay, what kind of parenting is going on? And then they like shock upon shock. Oh, my daughter went missing with R. Kelly. Well, you dumb nigga, you dumb bitch. What the fuck you think was going to happen? That's why I feel bad for her because her parents just set her up for failure. Man, it's just a sad story, man. What happens? Sad, sad story. It's just, ah, that's just terrible. <laughs> but all right. Uh, there you go. Uh, you guys ain't seen none of these new movies that just dropped? What new movies? 1917. Just came. I was going to see that last night, but I just got too tired and backed out. Um, Underwater, which is surprisingly getting good reviews. <laughs> I'm going to have to go check that out. Well, why do you say surprisingly? Because it looks like it would be just some kind of bull. To me, it looked like just some kind of bullshit <laughs> type yeah, movie. But the guys that I respect, it was like, it was actually pretty good. Like, And isn't it Kristen Stewart starring in it? Yes. Yeah. yeah she, mm-hmm. She's not going to. Be I'm not inspired to go spend my money on her. Okay, yeah. but yeah, surprisingly, it's getting good reviews. Um, I still got to check out the Uncut Gems. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, um, the Knives I, Out. I haven't seen Hustlers yet. That's probably gone. Uh, it's on. It's on video. Oh, I saw it on. I rented it. It lied. I enjoyed it. I thoroughly. I'm a hustler, baby. I, I want you to know. I guess. Uh, uh, I oh, did. I, I'm real quick. I was gonna say I watched. Uh, I haven't finished it, but I started you season two. Oh my god, that's crazy! <laughs> that's a, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Crazy. What, what show was it? You on Netflix? You Y O U U? Yes. Yes. What is that about? It's uh, about white privilege. <laughs> right. It's this. It's this guy. He dates. They're trying to date this girl, and he's just a psychopath, man. He's like kidnapping chicks, killing people around her, and he he maintains because like he loves a, her. He's like a he kind of seems like he's a real soft kind of wholesome type dude, but he is sickest type dude. It reminds me of uh, what's that show with the he, he was like a detective or something. He was killing people. Showtime, Dexter. Dexter. It kind of reminds me of that a little bit. You know, this is like the white dude that you love, but this motherfucker is the sickest murdering. He's an anti-hero like a motherfucker. Like this motherfucker is did sick, it, but he, he the uh, hero. He the, he the protector. Did you see American Psycho? Is it like that? I don't know if you ever saw that. Oh, I, yeah, I seen that back in the day. Uh, no, it's uh, no, this is a little different. But I mean, it's the same type. He's very crazy, but he's so nice about it. <laughs> <laughs> and this is it's a wild program. Trust me, you'd be, you'd be tripping. Uh, no, it's funny. I was uh, listening to some podcast. They were saying the best part about it is all the white people are just stupid as fuck, and all the people of color. There's a black woman. The first season, she got away from like, okay, this dude is on some fuck shit. And in this season, there's a Latino. She, everybody was like, well, we'll see how that goes. But right now, she's seeing through his bullshit as well. Hmm. Yeah, I did see his. Uh, he he used to date Zoe Kravitz, apparently. 
Get and, wow. And, and there's a video of him and some other brother, and you know, it's one of those videos where they have the white guy in the video and he know all the moves and all the lingo and you know he got one of them videos out. Like he's, he's, I can't stand he's the of the culture, you know, as they say, but he, yeah, he's 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 <laughs> prototype Zaddy boy. They they they've fallen all over that brother. Oh, brother. And I ain't hating <laughs> that. It's just funny to me. <laughs> Yeah, we I saw all these posters. Like, I wish he would kidnap me. <laughs> you know what? Um, back, God, thirteen years ago, I was running my own nonprofit, and I'm doing my own golf tournament. And me and the girlfriend were out at sushi one day, just you know, bullshitting. And we see a local news pop culture reporter in the sushi place, white guy. And she says to me, "Hey, maybe you should talk to him." And get him on board with the uh, tournament. I'm like, good idea. I walked up to him, introduced myself, and he shook my hand for the next 90 seconds. I hate that. I hate that shit. Do you know what I mean by shook my hand for the next 90 seconds? He's doing all, all 30 years of all black of handshakes. All <laughs> of that shit. <laughs> Oh, brother, this, this on the black hand side. Hey, you, brother. Yeah, up top. Uh, two times on a good foot. I'm like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker right here. I'm going to jail. I can Come see on, it. Bro. Come on, bro. You know, all I want is the, the best you're going to get from me is the shake and the uh, the clinch. That's it. All that extra That's stuff. That, mm, Keep that I, shit. I, I'd be all I confused. wanted to kill him. I hate to do this, but I'm going to say this. Man. I hate shaking brothers' hands because I don't know exactly how far we're going to go with it. Every time I see a white man, I'm like, okay, I know we're going to be shaking. We're going to go on about our business. We be extra. I went to Netflix just to see this you show. And every time I do oh. that shit, shit just starts playing without my authorization. <laughs> without my authorization? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't know how um, I, I saw two films from 2019 that I've been looking to get. Uh, one was uh, Booksmart. Everybody's swearing that this is like the greatest comedy that nobody watched. And uh, it's toxic masculinity. Why this didn't perform well? Because it's two young white female leads. I watched it. I was like, y'all ain't slick. This is just an updated version of Superbad. And it's not that good. So thumbs down. Superbad Booksmart. ain't that good. Stop it. We can fight over Super Bad. Super Bad was no, we, can, we can fight that because it wasn't that good. <laughs> and then the other one was uh, Don't Let Go with um, Storm Reed and uh, David will The guy who played him, okay. That dude. I can't pronounce the name. Um, oh, that was it's like a father and daughter type thing? Our uncle and oh. uh, niece. Essentially, it's a, a, a update of Frequency, if y'all remember that movie. Yes. yes. Yeah. So I, I like the little twist that they did on it. I like the ending. I thought it, they did a good job with it. Shame it under, well, I wouldn't say underperformed because I don't know what they forecast, but I think it should have done better. The acting was really good. And I didn't see the twist coming at the end. I recommend that one. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out. The best part about it was it was it was clearly filmed in Los Angeles. So everywhere they're going, I'm like, oh, I know that spot. I know that spot. Hmm. Got it. Got it. Uh, any any other movies anybody else saw or anything? I haven't seen any movies, but I want to go back to uh, Tyler Perry real quick. I just saw a clip of him 
and he was talking about the first plays he did. He rented out the playhouse for 1,200 people and for a weekend, <clears throat> and 30 people showed up. And he yeah. thought, I didn't stop. I didn't stop. Keep going. Keep going. So going back to what we talked about at the beginning of the uh, program about people getting at him, you know, you should hire so-and-so or should bring in such-and-such. Where were they when he was doing that? You know, if people want to work with someone, you know, who's doing something, you know, Tyler Perry is not an unknown quantity. Again, I knew of him when he was doing those plays. And if I was a writer, which I am not, I'd have reached out to him then. So let me, you know, help you build what you're doing. Anybody anybody who comes to someone after the fact, after they've done, you know, what they've done and they've made their uh, mark, well, hire me. Well, why would I do that? I don't need you to help me do what I do. When I'm hiring, I'll let you know. So for people to get on him, well, you should hire so-and-so and hire these people and those people to do all this. I got I got a game plan. And he probably, like Mike said, he probably does have a team behind him that he sits down with and runs things past. No one works in a vacuum. Everyone's got a team or some advisors or something back there. We just don't see it. <clears throat> Go ahead, Q. No, I'm just going to say, you know, you, you by your own story, the story you just told, he was renting out a local theater. So there was he really wasn't making enough ground ways for people to know him at the time. To, but he was jump. also buying ad space on, I mean, at least when it got here. He was buying time on late night TV shows, just like uh, a lot of people have done. You know, midnight comes around, there's a, sp- there's a spot. You know, the community theater, there it is. So, you know, you see he's out there doing the work. And then, you know, the first movie comes out. I don't even know what his first movie was. I'm sure it was a Medea film. That comes out. And it's like, hey, isn't that the guy who does those plays? No one says anything. More movies come out. Okay, he's starting to get some momentum here. No one says anything. He opens up a studio. Now people will start talking. Get out of here. All right. Uh, just saw another headline. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, he's going back to TV. The Rock. Rock just got a hey. 11 episode straight to series comedy on Universal TV. It's going to be called Young Rock. And it looks like it's Uh-oh. based on his <laughs> life. His wife? His life. life. His life, I guess, based off of his life. So young Sheldon, basically. Who's Sheldon? Okay. Huh? Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay, never seen it. But, uh, yeah, well, it's, uh, it's it. going to be the showrunner is a uh, guy from Fresh Off the Boat, Naka, Naka Nietzsche Khan. Uh, yeah. Don't even try it, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I have no idea who that is, but he's got a lot of juice to uh, get these shows out there. But yeah, salute to The Rock. You got another TV series under his belt. No pilot needed. You just give him the show. You know, maybe lay low in the cut a little bit. You know, leave them wanting something. That's part of the game, too, the show business game, isn't it? I didn't hear the first part. Shouldn't his handlers be telling him, you know, don't jump at every deal that comes your way. Leave them wanting something. You're going to oversaturate yourself. I don't think he jumps at every deal at all. 
I think Rock is taking the the lead from his f- uh, fellow HBO uh, character Ari Gold over in Entourage. You say yes to the next one before the last one comes out, because the last one may come out and stink. You don't know. And plus, now that he's got his own production company, he's just building up his resume. Yeah, I think this is him putting this out. Yeah, he, he's working behind it, so he's I saying yes to himself. Bus. Yeah. Well, I mean, to go to Q's point, I I, I would say The Rock is you know, is an example. Uh, it's not an outline. I think his this guy been doing movies since what two thousand and three, if not before that. And constantly work coming out. So I don't, yep. I don't know if he ain't already done himself at this point. I don't think another show is going to make it much of a difference. He's, they love The Rock for whatever reason. He's got, he got movies coming out. They even if they don't work like Baywatch, they don't stop nothing. They keep putting him in movies. So he must be making them a lot of money because uh, he's been in the game for over 20 years, right? Well, if you're going to go back to TV, why do a, why not do another season of Ballers instead of, I don't Well, TV wanna, is convenient. Probably if he's executive producer, that shit could be lucrative for him. If it's only 11 episodes, so they didn't like a super time commitment for him, it could be a hell of a bag. And these channels, they want that content, right? Because they're going to want to stream it later. And mm-hmm. So it's big money. I you mean, the game is a lot different than, you know, obviously back in the day. You say that. I, I, I know years ago, I tried to get a show off the ground. Oh, but stop. Like, damn, there, there's so many fucking shows that why can't I do it? I might have to give this another shot. Well, I would hope you would. Not the right. Stop it. I hear what you're saying. No, I'm saying you're not the rock, though. So we don't want to compare ourselves to the anomaly of something. You you can do like Tyler Perry. And, you know, there's YouTube, right? Uh, I thought you were going to say, you like Tyler Perry, put on a dress. No, no. I'm just saying. He had a studio, so... Well, yeah, All right, man. look, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. <laughs> Fuck it. He's making his own shit. Like, what? You, Q, Q Aloysius Storm, you need <laughs> to get back out in there, man, because you've got the resume, you've got the Rolodex. Make that I, shit happen. I don't have the Rolodex anymore. I like to talk like when I used to have the Rolodex. And I did, I then did build it back up. I did push some stuff. I I took my shot. I lost. I, I can. I just. I now moved on. Well, you're We're the one just really said you should on get back time. into it. I guess it would I be know. the it'd be the best time to get back into it because there's a lot more you know opportunities or platforms for you to do it now. Michael it Dean. Eight. Yes, sir. Did you you did see the Defiant Ones? Correct. Oh, of course. Okay, there was my man. I forget his name. I want to say it was Doug Morris from Interscope. Or from, excuse me, from uh, Warner's. I don't think it was. But one of the label reps said, and I quote, stay in the fucking saddle. Q, you got thrown once. We all get thrown. Get your ass back up. Get back in the goddamn saddle and go out there and do what you do. You're right. And I I appreciate that. Now, I'm going to ask a stake of all three of y'all. Go Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Huh? What? Ah. Needs to get quiet. Did, did you ask, ask a question? question? I, I'm ask your question. I said I, I'm gonna ask for a stake, an investment. Provide a plan, right? Show, thank you. Show us the game plan. Build the roll decks. We'll stake it. We'll get in there. Okay. 
I'll put it like this. How, how, how much of a stake did Tyler Perry ask for? Mm. See? See? <laughs> mm. And all mm-hmm. the countless people on YouTube putting it down. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, didn't, they never asked, no one ever helped them with any money? Not saying? saying they didn't, but I'm just asking you. Oh, well, no, you all got the answers. Get back in the game. Keep, keep get back. Yeah, Don't it. you got the cameras? Huh? You, Do you have the I, cameras? I have the camera, but you need the you need the uh, actors. Okay. You do you, can sure. can you get the? Do you know how to get actors? Actors are a dime a dozen. Yeah, we say, all know that. There's, isn't there platforms where you can get talent? Yeah, but you got to pay them. Okay. Not necessarily. Uh, no. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get put on. Yeah, people are trying. To, there's all kind of ways. You can, I mean, again, look at all these cats on YouTube doing it. You think they got big budgets and shit? What's what's your man's name? Big job. Yeah, big that's job? my man. Those dudes are the prototype. <laughs> Who we talking about? Big, Big Jock got a million subscribers. We'll give you the links. There's these guys. You've probably seen us post the links in the Discord. They have these little skits and stuff. It's a whole crew. Oh, of these, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a whole crew of those guys. I, I I saw one of their behind the scenes video yesterday. I see that they all help each other. Like they all help to produce the next person's thing or whatever. If them dudes can get out there and grind and get it popping. And I noticed now, you know, they're starting to have some of the old school black actors are starting to be in their skits. I don't know if anybody mm-hmm. noticed that. Uh, I noticed that. Yeah, they they doing that thing. I know Big Jaw, he did a tour around the country uh, last year doing this comedy shit. Them dudes is doing it, man. I don't know what they make or whatever, but they must be doing something. They, they hungry. They getting it in and they don't have the experience that you have technically. You know, they just... Yeah, the girls, I, I, you know started on YouTube. With yeah, HBO. Yeah, yeah. And our right. show on YouTube is better than our HBO show, as far as I'm concerned. So, Which show is that? You got the, uh, she did awkward, a show on YouTube awkward called Black Awkward Girl. Black Girl. Oh, which is it's a, a lot better than, than it's secure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I agree with you 100% on that. <laughs> you know, King Batch, that dude was doing six second Vine videos, and now he, he was just on the set with Will Smith. It's mm. a young man's game. I, I, it's I always, wanna... always an excuse, huh, King? Seriously. But nobody want to listen. Nobody wants to Because we don't want to hear excuses. That's why. Wasn't that, wasn't in Black Panther, there was that 90-year-old black woman who started acting two years before she got that role? But that's different. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm assuming she was maybe in LA. It's always something. She didn't have to worry about putting the kid through college. Right. Oh. Boy, you got many excuses. Eh? Hashtag the mortgage payments. Right. <sighs> well, what do you do, Q? I guess you just give up then. I mean, I that 90 year old woman, she probably had to be on a fixed income, probably was eating dog food because she couldn't get money <laughs> for food. So I'm like, everybody's oh, situation boy, it, ain't perfect. This is a good times episode now. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, wasn't the rock homeless living in his truck or something at one point? Yep, that's what he says. I don't believe that. Seven that's bucks what he says. That's right. The motherfucker wasn't 53 when he broke through. So it's always here we okay. go. Man, goalposts. Like I said, I gave I gave a shot. I sure. got back and I got and I lost. Let's just, right. Let's so, just say you don't want it that bad. That's all. So we need People to find a 53-year-old black man married with a kid that became a success after that. That's our mission. We got to find that person. Any other criteria, Q? 
I, I didn't. I didn't hear the first part. I said, so we have to go find a 53-year-old black man living on the East Coast that's married with a kid that became a success at that age, right? In order to give you a great example. Yeah, there you go. Well, <laughs> uh, each one of y'all give me two thousand dollars. I guarantee I'll produce the best pilot you ever seen. Yeah, I'm sure you would. <laughs> All right, Tommy. Treat you. Give me my handout. <clears throat> Maybe you can lay off a couple of them Michelin meals. There you go. <laughs> now you gotta tell the rich people what to do with their money. Well, maybe See. if you stop buying them guns. Okay. <laughs> That's different. I haven't bought Trading a gun. Trading some of those in, guns, maybe. I haven't, you know. I haven't bought a gun in months. Months. All right. <laughs> All right, Q, let me explain something to you. Oh, um, you said a moment ago <laughs> that you took you your shot and quit. Okay, that's fine. I didn't say I quit. I just you took go you ahead, took Mike. your shot. Did you take another shot? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you take another shot. You quit. Go ahead. Mark. Now, for for me, and I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Oh lord. <laughs> Are you done? I left school with a ninth grade Here education. We Here we no go. high school. None. Walk to school I'm gonna, both ways uphill. Will you shut the fuck up? Can, can we listen to him talking? And yet I am an attorney in the most difficult jurisdiction to become an attorney. Why? I don't quit. I don't take no for an answer. People told me when I decided to go to college, you can't go to college. You a high school dropout. You have to go to junior college. You have to do all this. Fuck all that. I walked into the university with my little ninth grade education, did what I needed to do. I showed up and I showed the fuck out. And now I roll like this. I earned it. I put in the work. I got what I wanted. I didn't quit. Now, what bugs me about you, and we're going to get real now. Uh What bugs me about you is you are Mr. High School fucking who's who. You've been all these fucking places around the world. And yet you quit so easily. What's your problem, man? Let, okay, okay. Now nah, we getting real. You, you just said we're real, right? Go. I hear what you're saying, and I I know you coming at me just like when I was sick and you was trying to knock me and <laughs> get on my uh, whoop my ass on Facebook. You needed your ass whipped. There, there was care behind it. I, I it's all one love. I get it. But Mark. I, it, there's no shade here. I know y'all going to try to play the shade. It's not shade. I did take a shot. After I lost the shot, other priorities came into, came into play. I became a father. I had to move to support my wife. That meant a lot of my money moved away from me. I made choices that said, okay, I can still do this. I, have li- I still have lived a very fulfilling life. I'm not rich. But I can't really complain. So I've measured, I've balanced it out that way as well. I've been halfway around the world. I've seen a lot of shit. Okay, so it's not like I'm I'm sitting over here on my ass doing nothing. Having said that, yeah, I still have some ideas. Some I, I just have different priorities now. Are you doing what you want to do? Honestly, I don't know how y'all gonna take it. You take it. I I what I want what I found I love to do now. Is gun instruction. I love so that. I now, if, I, if I can't, if I had an idea for another script and I could write it, 
yeah, I'm listening to you. I, maybe I could get something together. But it's that that life, it's a young person's life. It's a grind. Now, I'm not that interested in it anymore, to be honest. I used to music. I had a shot, lost. Writing, I had a shot, lost. I almost had a program on Comedy Central years ago, Had took a shot, lost. So I'm like, okay, I will accept where I am and make the best of it. I've done a lot of things in life most people have not done. Well, since we're real quiet there, I'll just jump in and say, um, I, and I hear everything you're saying, and I, I know your situations are what I mentioned before. And I, the way I look at it, Q, and I've sold this to you many wait, times. I don't want everybody thinking about, this shouldn't be focused on me. This is not about... Well, well, he, well, he started talking about you, so I don't know why it would not be now. But if you, I don't have to talk. I'll, I'll move on if you want me to. I don't, I don't want you to be uncomfortable. I'm not uncomfortable, but I don't want everyone thinking I have to be the center of the, of the show. Oh, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, to me, man, like I always said, if you really wanted it, you could do it because I always was uh, amazed by you. And I, one of the parts I thought was just dope because you have all of the stuff. I remember um, many times when I wanted to accumulate different gear or different things. And I always remember there'd be that one cat that you know that got all the equipment and he got the stuff and he'd been in the game. And that's how I look at y'all. I'm like, man, Q, he'd been, in the, he'd been shooting and know all the cameras. I mean, you deep with it. You know what I'm saying? That was your livelihood for many years. So you had the background and experience that a lot of these guys that, are, that we mentioned earlier do not have, right? They just have purely the drive and they just the hunger and passion. And then they're just figuring it out as they go. Um, but they're learning the game. And I think a guy like you, and, and, you know, almost kind of go back to that Tyler Perry thing, right? Like Tyler may not have known, he didn't have the expertise maybe of a spike and some of these other people, but he probably had more drive and determination, obviously, than they do. Um, mm-hmm. And tenacity to just go forward regardless. Um, and that's why I say, when I look at you, I'm like, man, he got all, if he wanted to, this would be the perfect time because there ain't no real gatekeepers. So it ain't like, the only excuse would be you just don't feel like hitting the record button and, and doing whatever it took because you already have all of the stuff. You already know how to use it, but that's only half of something, right? You could give somebody all the equipment in the world. They don't want to pick up that pen. They ain't going to pick up the pen. Just, that is what it is. Not a bad thing. I'm just saying like, so you have all this. That's why I was like, man, Q, he already got all this shit. All he got to do is just fucking get on there. But that may not be what you want to really do. You, you, and you see it differently, obviously, just as I would say a Tyler probably sees it differently. So I could tell him all kind of shit. But if he says, hey, this is my thing. I write my shit. But you could do it this way. Yeah, but. And then he'll keep saying, yeah, but, but. So it's kind of the same way. You'll, you'll keep saying, yeah, but. And that's not a bad thing. It's just I, as you said, you probably more so passionate about doing the gun thing. And I know from what you've done so far, you've accomplished a lot with it. So that, that's where you're sort of passion probably lies so you, you might be beyond you might not have no real i want to do that that thing like that no more mike i want i'm gonna do this now and you've and you turned it into a business so and i kind of that's kind of i'm gonna get this off of me and just back onto a topic that i i just see <clears throat> you all are right i see the stuff on youtube i see the stuff on you know facebook whatever blah 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 and i see people becoming instagram influencers and all this stuff but I just, I just, uh, I can't do it the way they, I can't do what they did. 
it's all from what I see, it's just all kind of like I know I'm gonna get heat for this. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's kind of that lowest common denominator stuff. But I I don't I wouldn't do good anyway. <clears throat> That's I just disagree. how I, I disagree because the what of what you bring to the table that alone makes it makes yours better than theirs from jump. If someone like Big John, who we've been talking about, if he had someone like you on his team, his productions would be a lot better looking and sound a lot better and be better overall because of you and your expertise. So I disagree with that, what you said. Oh, there we go. We, we'll get off of cute. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> But you can definitely check them out on what first level training, right? <laughs> get first level. Oh, get, oh, I I didn't know it was get first level. No, no, that's the that's the URL. Oh, the company okay. first level firearms training. Oh, I got you, got you, got you. I'll be like websites. <laughs> You're right. Get get first level dot com. Show show enough. Get to, get your training on and get it popping. All right, man. Well, let's let's wrap this thing up. Man. Show enough. I'm I'm going old school. Uh, Hugh Strong, where can they find you besides get first level training.com? Uh, you can find me on real R E E L Q Storm.com. I just put up a review of Rise of Skywalker. Um, I don't know, Big Sexy Should we start the red shirts back up? I can you know what? I kind of want to do a Mandalorian podcast now. What? <laughs> 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 say it ain't so. I don't, I, I said off, out the gate, Star Trek is dead. Damn. What that they going to have a theme park? How they going to be dead? Wow. <laughs> okay. Look, <laughs> it's dead because they're not promoting the Star Trek mm. I like. Right, right, right. It was dead because they're doing all this. <laughs> Uh, Michael Burnham bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it and it's Star Trek Picard. Mm-hmm. It's new, new Jack bullshit. That's why it's dead. Okay, so you're gonna come on over to the Jedi and the Sith, Sith stories now, huh? No, uh, uh-uh. uh. That's why I love my <laughs> no. None of that bullshit is in it. It's coming on to the baby. Force. Well, Yoda is. I said, except for the baby Yoda bullshit. I know, but come on, none come on in, is- buddy. Come on in, baby. It's, it's warm over it. here. That shows the truth. Yeah, it's on and popping over here. Come on, I, in. I, Mike. I said Star Trek Picard just need to sit his old ass down. Has that come on yet? Uh, January twenty third. <laughs> uh, well, maybe we should wait to see that first, and then you can. It's gonna be bullshit. Damn. <laughs> that you ride for Star Trek. They don't even give them. The I shot. ride for real Star Trek, not for this shit they're trying wow. to woke. woke. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, millennial. Kick Walter Mosley out of the writing room because he used the word nigga bullshit. Yeah, that was some bullshit. What happened? Oh, Walter. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, we we can't. Well, he's a revered writer, guys. Well, but he said the N word. And we're, our show is not about that. Mm-hmm. That's your franchise. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you the red shirts. What do you mean? <laughs> now you want to put on some Jedi robes. Ain't that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> I can oh, see the, I, yeah, you. I can see the logo already. Y'all have your cloaks on with the hoodies. I'm like these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and a 
up there looking like Finn holding my shit. Yeah. Flip flopping. Wow. These hoes in the Hey. Bacar. Oh, but you should do one. That'd be kind of dope. All right. Well, so you might be able to catch Q on a possible Mandalorian podcast at some point. <laughs> we'll, we'll look out for that. Uh, big sexy. Mm-hmm. Twitter, WSE Mark, Facebook, Mark Wiggins, Instagram, Mark Wiggins, too. All right. And Pooh. Twitter and Instagram at Aunt Pooh. Right, and man, what uh, you never mentioned it no more. What's going on in the video game world, man? That's your industry. What's what's the new hot hotness coming? Man, I don't know. <laughs> I just I just found out there's a Final Fantasy remake that's popping off oh, this, yeah. uh, in March. Yeah. I'm not gonna buy it. I mean, unless some certain things happen. But yeah, I I don't even know what games we got coming out this year other than Madden and FIFA. So I'm just yeah, I'm just way out the loop. I wish I could help you. Oh, and on the video game front, uh, someone reached out to me after I did a presentation a few weeks ago about getting into some E-League sports. I'll keep you posted. Yes, please do, because that is the future in gaming. That's going to make a lot of people a lot of money. Mm Mm-hmm, it is. Okay. okay. And these guys, these representations, so they reached out to me, so Let's see what we can do. Yeah, the thing with, uh, you know, as far as the titles this year, a lot of uh, the game makers are holding off on their development because, of course, PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X is coming out this year. So they're probably debating on should we release it with this generation or next generation? So after E3, we'll see what's really popping. I heard something or I saw a headline where the next Xbox will not have exclusives for the first couple of years. Very interesting. Uh, I'd have to re- uh, research on that. But, you know, for the most part, they are allowing, what is it, cross-platform gaming? Mm-hmm. So, which, again, that's the future, along with uh, the console is streaming. Is there mm-hmm. a resale market in older and old consoles, like I know my son gonna be coming to me this year talking about, I want a PS5. We got a PS4 right here. I just bought them fall fall in order for the PS4. Is there a resale market? Like when the PS5 comes out, is PS4 gonna be worth anything? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. probably a hundred bucks. But the nah, thing I'd is, be worth more than that. <laughs> but my thing is, is you never. I buy didn't spend but two fifty on it. I wouldn't be surprised. With, I'm, I'm surprised you'd be worth a hundred. Hmm. Yeah, my thing is you never buy the system in the first two years. You get it for way cheaper afterwards. Learned that lesson the hard way. Now, does both the PS5 and the Xbox come out this year? I'm not sure about the Xbox 5, but the um, the Xbox X, but the uh, PS5, yes. Actually, I think for sure the Xbox comes out this year. I had the commercial, remember? I'm just saying, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I think they're both dropping. This is going to be crazy. Uh, right. I just bought a PlayStation 4 last year. So I mean 2018. So I'm like, ah. Oh. But I only got only spent 200 so that's not bad. Nah. All what? right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up. We're going to get up out of here. Uh, please check us out. Uh, podcastjuice.net. 
Uh, also, check out our Patreon page. Come join on over there. Also, again, check out our Discord. Jump on them that as well. And with that, work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.